I listen to the Black Guy Who Tips podcast because Rod and Karen are hot. Gerrymandering has a horrific effect on voter behavior. Those in competitive districts are more likely to vote. Those in safe, uncompetitive districts stay home more often on election day. Just as Ginsburg surmised, there appears to be no incentive to vote. Moreover, that redistricting dampens turnout in the subsequent election cycle, especially among black registrants. The import for what this means to Democratic candidates is profound. The drop in overall turnout among African Americans attributed to redistricting can produce sizable electoral effects. As expected, black voter turnout declined in every gerrymandered swing state during the 2016 election. The damage to democracy is exacerbated by another feature of partisan gerrymandering. There are deliberately fewer competitive districts. Not surprisingly, then, in 2016, in the 2016 election, 97% of incumbents in the U.S. House of Representatives won re-election. In California, before the state adopted the process for a nonpartisan commission to, re- to draw district lines, former Governor Arnold Schwarzenegger noted that the former Soviet Polito- Pol- Politburo had been uh, had more uh, turnover than the pre-reform California, which between 2002 and 2010 held 265 congressional races, of which just one saw a seat change in party control. Goddamn. The lack of accountability to the public, therefore, creates another vicious dynamic. On one hand, there's the calcification inherent in one-party rule. On the other, there's the internal party catalyst that pushes the agenda further and further to the extreme in order for challengers to differentiate themselves from what is now orthodoxy. Alabama Governor George Wallace had called it being outniggered. It creates a hardened... It creates a hardening in legislation, legislative positions that requires those in power to refuse to compromise or seek solutions across the political aisle for fear of running into a modern day Ross Barnett, where even the most commonsensical stance, e.g. that lynchers should be brought to justice, becomes inflammatory and politically untenable. Hey, welcome to the Blackout Test Podcast. I'm your host, Rod, joined as always by my co-host. Karen. And we're live on a Tuesday, ready to do some podcasting. Find us everywhere you find podcasts and search the Blackout Tips. Leave us five-star reviews on iTunes and Stitcher. We really look forward to those. They make our week. You guys brighten us. Uh, we can't go outside. We can't mm-hmm. go to restaurants. Nope. We can't drink at the bar. It's just, you know, we can't go to sporting events. Okay, it sucks right now. But when you leave us those five-star reviews, it makes you just go, you know what? Another week of wearing my mask, staying inside, and staying safe and giving all this great content to you guys all right that's what it does so if you don't do this we're gonna just be out here at the beach and with no mask hugging up on white people this is what y'all gonna cause us to do mm-hmm. if we don't get five star reviews it's mm-hmm. just gonna be touching fingers and faces and rubbing mm-hmm. them all in our eyes and mouths mm-hmm. and noses and shit y'all need to leave five star reviews mm-hmm. or else no, sir, karen I, don't I, try to lower I, our reviews you're trying to I, lower I, they don't I, know I, that I, Mm-mm. wow I'll lock you outside this bitch you be out there by yourself you you, you and the just, cicada that scared me to death yesterday can't just have my back as a black woman nope i can't wow. all right way to kill the joke anyway <laughs> the excerpt today was from carol anderson's one person no vote um and uh the part that really stood out to me uh because it's talking about gerrymandering in this section that i just read and the part that really stuck out to me is that um i never thought of this before 
but when you think about how extreme republican positions have gotten Mm -hmm. within the last five to ten years yeah because it didn't used to always be like this you know you've always had uh different political views but you've always had when it came to certain things like if it came for the like american populace or something like it would be some form of a compromise it might not be a a 50 50 split but at least you could get things on the table you could talk about it when it came to certain kind of human rights things um you could at least talk but now it's no talking it's no discussion it's like the bar is so extremely right that a lot of people that would be considered themselves white ringer and it's it's their fault they allowed the 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 uh green party not the green party but the, that that uh you know the party that popped up out of nowhere a few years ago tea party yes they allowed the tea party to come in there and act a motherfucking fool and then next thing you know it they running a whole goddamn party and so the things that used to be sensible for a republican now is not sensible it's like if you don't take it to the motherfucking extreme one of them people will come and take it to the extreme which will make you look not republican so now you got to take it to the extreme in order to keep up with them or else you start losing your seat yeah um the thing that just mathematically though um not ideologically because the tea party even at the time was still considered extreme they weren't the main part of the republican party i remember when the tea party came out it was like even the republican party was like yeah we might let them in to help us win but we don't but we don't want them controlling anything they can't get a presidential candidate you know what i mean like there was a difference even back then that was what 2008 so even in that uh 12 years since then there's been a, a shift even further to the right now yes. the tea party is to me the that that type of uh ideology is the backbone of the republican party at this moment yes it is and the reason that it is though um mathematically is because of gerrymandering and it's because they have done so much to basically restrict the power of votes especially black votes brown votes young votes right so they've done so much to restrict that power that the argument doesn't become will a republican lose office they don't lose office except the people who are more republican than them Mm -hmm. and how do we define republicanism in america at this moment it's racism and it's bigotry come on it's xenophobia it's homophobia and transphobia it's not defined by you know small government and lower taxes it's not defined by that it's literally defined by the bigotry of the uh evangelical christian type of whiteness that 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 white supremacy dedication to white supremacy is the backbone of the white of the republican party at this point and where some people would see this as an ideological thing like oh yeah you know uh because they just grabbed you know jumped onto this i'm like the book is breaking down the math when you make it so that there is no competition between you and democrats in your district so so there's no reason for a republican to be moderate Mm -hmm. and um what you end up doing is pulling a bunch of people um to the right even further a bunch of politicians because now the competition is in the primary between two republicans and one of them goes you know uh i don't want black people to have any rights and the other one goes uh 
well black people are terrorists and they we should lock them all up and then the other and, they, and it keeps going and it's so like i said it's the math of it that doesn't get examined because i even i you know i was looking at it from an ideological standpoint and it's also why it doesn't make sense for the burners and the left wing and the super progressive people to feel like they can take foothold in the democratic party it's why it doesn't work because it would only work if democrats had a referendum on the vote if and which they could if motherfuckers would just stop gerrymandering and suppressing Mm -hmm. votes if but they would have that right you would be like look the odds of a democrat losing in this district is very low as long as black and brown people vote for him blah 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 and then what you would start to see is a shift in the country to the extreme left because you would see people coming to office that was like well i know as a democrat i'm gonna get rid a democrat will represent this particular portion of america right so then the competition becomes well i'm more of a democrat well what how do we define more of a democrat um government programs to help people um you know anti-racism anti you know uh equality blah 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 i don't i'm not saying every democrat is great i'm not saying oh ooh, if you vote for democrats the world will be perfect that's not you, what i'm saying see a shift at some like the process is still slow but it wasn't would be it's, as swift it's actually not slow it's actually not slow that's the thing it could happen within five years it could literally happen we could be we could be sitting here in five years like oh yeah of course we got universal health care that's actually not enough you know what i'm saying we could be doing yeah, that because if, if think about office. how fast they got republicans got all this stuff that they're getting that is we consider to be malfeasance grift and out out outright criminality right um, see how fast they got it some of this process basically started in 2010 when obama won in 2008 um republicans started being like how do we stop black and brown people from voting because so many black and brown people showed out extra and so what we have now is a result of the backlash to obama um which i've always said uh but we what we have now i i've read the i'm reading the numbers wise why we have it and so what we have now is that and that didn't take that long like if you think about it that was quick and and i understand that but i because on the right side they are lops that they, they, they are unified on certain things and they're not bringing a group of collective people with all these different forms and opinions and no they are like we don't care what it takes this is what we're going to do so for me they laid the foundation to get there the democrats in my opinion aren't really laying that foundation because everybody has all these other varying agendas that varies per person and varies per group and so when you have all these different things that vary it could be good and bad like it's it's a good thing but there are going to be some people that you're not going to get to to go along with certain things because you have all these various so it's hard to lay a foundation when everybody's not in agreement that we need to change this bullshit right, right here right here's the thing republicans don't all agree on everything but they vote like they do so right, does right, it matter right. yeah right but listen please hear me out what i'm saying is we if there was a world where the democrat wasn't worried about losing 
they wouldn't give a fuck about those people agree what we have now is a world where democrats worry about losing republicans don't republicans worry about losing to other republicans democrats worry about losing to republicans we have not built a foundation voting wise uh systemically for democrats to feel safe think about the areas of the country where democrats feel safe where they feel like i'm not gonna lose california um you know some of these uh the major cities atlanta and stuff the the rules and the laws there normally tip typically tend to bend more to the left not saying that these places have no problems i'm not saying it's a utopia does you know anyone wants to add some bullshit oh all these people are perfect no but just when the competition arises for a uh, uh, the mayor of Atlanta is gonna be someone to the left of Keisha Lance Bottoms. Mm-hmm. It's not gonna go the other way. It's like we want to now we want a Republican. That's not how it's ever gonna work. And so that's the the major difference, right? Is um you get a Bernie Sanders because they're always gonna vote to the left there. So he gets to have so the next person that takes his seat is gonna be to the left of Bernie Sanders or if anyone ever beats him in voting it will be because they were to the left of him they'll never be to the right that so it's just a math thing it's not ideology Bernie Sanders is not a great person on in my opinion on all the different intersections of feminism and race and all this shit he doesn't have to be and because he he's he's a democrat already so he's kind of getting pulled into that whether he wants to be or not you see what i'm saying he doesn't want to be in the way because he's never gonna the only way he can get pushed to the left is a competition other people from within the party being like hey i'm more progressive than you then he'll be like no 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 no. i'm more progressive you see what I'm so the competition isn't about ideology as far as like what they really believe or what their constituencies are blah 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 the the competition becomes whoever's the most progressive wins that's what happened to republicans because there would have been a time where an out and out overt racist republican would have they would have just said we can't vote for you because you're too you're too much right right that but but now that i don't think that i think now if a republican is out and they're just like i'm racist it's like oh yeah yeah yeah, he's gonna win that race you see what i'm saying yeah yeah because and my thing is i don't think we're disagreeing all i'm saying because uh what i was saying was basically i understood what you were saying but my thing like i said on our on our side we haven't built a foundation to get to that point like that's that's my problem it's like they built that foundation back in 2010 like but it took a few years it didn't happen overnight it took eight years but i guess what i'm saying is it would be faster than you think because that eight eight years is not that long is my point you see what i'm saying like if it, it, like I'll put it this way what is the right amount of time to get universal health care it's not i mean is it is a is a week is a year do you expect joe biden to get it nominated and i mean get um to win and then we have universal health care in 2021 right so we're still looking at four five six seven years whatever right so when i say fast that's what i'm talking about fast as in um we could be literally we do have the groundwork that you know it's it's it, we have actually built the coalitions uh on the democratic side just because there's some internal strife and stuff that happens in the republican party too you see the difference mm-hmm. is they have built a system where they can't lose so when you build a system where you can't lose the only fight becomes like well how much more radical to the right can you be i'm saying we could have that in america yes we could on the democratic side Mm -hmm. we could if motherfuckers would just 
let everyone vote the people okay now 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 that i agree with because right, right now they're fucking cheating and be- right. you're cheating so how that's my thing and i'm like how can you build a foundation and do these things when the other person is just fucking cheating and then fighting amongst each other over the over their cheating ass system they can only win by keeping us from voting and by um our own uh apathy when it comes to voting that's the only way they can win mm-hmm you know and i you know me personally you already know how i feel about voting but you know and i and that's not in ignoring the way that the system has been rigged it's saying to unrig the system you have to fight it and in order to fight it it can't just be like we're going to leave some weapons on the ground no you have to use all the weapons at your hand Agreed. but the point is like the the, the malfeasance that has been done to the to our votes in as americans is the only reason republicans have power they are not the they are not the majority no they're not so so i say all that to say coalitions within the democratic party they're not as fraught as people think like there's the reason it seems that way is because the politicians that run have to be concerned about losing to republicans so that's why you have a bernie sanders who will never get on board with reparations he can never say that because he's worried that some fucking white person that he's hoping has a small percentage chance of voting for him they might get turned off and walk away but if everyone was allowed to vote he wouldn't even have to fucking think about that no he could be like yeah i'm for reparations i mean what the fuck you know because i know that i'm going to win so i this is not a losing i'm not risking it all by telling you reparations is what i'm for it's obviously a large percentage of the of the democratic electorate is black and they and this is a big issue for them so boom now that's how you free up these things these these conversations and it can't happen until people's votes are free and at the same time what we've seen with republicans and them go closer and closer and closer and further in white supremacy is literally them not being able to lose that's like that's the whole thing if they could if there was a chance they could lose their arguments because when there was a chance they could lose it wasn't like this it was Mitt romney right it was john mccain Mm -hmm. we watched john mccain go this he was a the maverick republican he was the moderate republican and then when he then in the later years when he tried to run for president um he had to become more and more right wing more and then once he lost he became even more right wing just to keep his 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 seat in arizona Mm -hmm. because arizona so gerrymandered he can't lose so now it's how do i out republican the next guy up so i can keep my job right that's all politics is and that could happen with democrats if everyone was able to vote and the only and unfortunately the only way to get us back to a place where everyone can vote is to overwhelm the system mm-hmm. you know as as stacy abram says it's gonna take overwhelming the system yes, it is. in order to get the states back so that the people in power can undo this shit because it's essentially lies and you know the supreme court and uh the courts underneath have have been complicit in mm-hmm. you know saying we're gonna stay out of politics and let people gerrymander the fuck out of these elections so you know they just had a ruling in 2019 with eric holder where there's like some room for them to possibly stop these uh gerrymandering um states and jurisdictions so we may you know be on the brink of something but guess who who gets to vote on that the supreme court right so when those next cases come up if ruth bader ginberg is dead and fucking donald trump is elected and is again and he has a new uh justice in there we're gonna get fucked again so 
you know it's it's this type of uh uh situation that 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 leaves us so fraught with peril right now like we really need people to vote because of this but hopefully in a in a we'll get to a day when a motherfucker can be like um you know uh i'm not as worried about voting because everyone's allowed to you know what i'm saying where somebody like i'll always vote i don't give a fuck but i hopefully will have the freedom one day to be able to say some shit like that and i can go well that's stupid but roll my eyes as opposed to the situation right now i'm like that's not just stupid it's dangerous yes it is you know um so yeah but but i had never anyway my point was i had never thought about that before republicans have gotten this extreme only because they can't lose Mm -hmm. i just i i don't know why it never came to me before i just thought well yeah they're just now saying the quiet part out loud but no donald trump can but can win your party because you know you, the rhetoric on the local level where you can't lose got extreme and we see it all the time we cover these stories and it's, uh, this this house of representatives this congressman this so-and-so and it's always just like really weird like how did this person get elected they you know they and they and, they, and you know it's like they got caught saying something racist but they're not gonna resign because nope, they don't what can happen up. to them what can happen to them mm-hmm. the people that the people that are offended by that shit in their local area don't have the po- power voting wise to take them out the only people they have to worry about pleasing is that 30 to 40 percent of the populace that is republican is fuck and once you make it those people are the only ones who are represented by our democracy and you then you just you completely rid everyone else of their rights of their power of yes, their vote yes you have because they constantly we come get. out with polls and shit like that and the polls are like like you say it's like that 70 to 80 percent you know believe that we should wear masks you know and even some republicans i was in npr there was even some republicans Republicans go, yeah we actually need a universal something somebody to come out and do a universal this is when all the schools open this is when we should wear masks like everybody's looking for that but this is what happened like you say when you cater towards the, that 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 30 20 to 30 to 40 percent that actually do does not care about the future of this country butterfly in the sky i can go twice as high take a look it's in a book a reading rainbow i can go anywhere friends to know and ways to grow a reading rainbow i can be Take a look, it's in a book, a reading rainbow, a reading rainbow. All right, let's get into the show. I guess we should start with some coronavirus news. Um, Somebody sent me this uh, video for us to watch. I guess it's about coronavirus. You can't touch this. You can't touch this. Can't touch this. Okay, so this is a principal of a school, Dr. Lee, and he's going around with a mask, and everyone's wearing masks at school. 
and he's wearing gloves and he's just telling people they can't touch stuff and cleaning up and giving them gloves looks like he has a one of those thermometers where you don't touch the person you can just scan them (laughs) my my coronavirus hits me so hard all the teachers say oh my lord covid is stressing me all the updates from the cdc lysol can't be found i've looked all around this town i've had no luck and these are the things you can't touch I told you, students. You can't touch this. He really, hey, he getting that running man, though. I see you, player. You better pull that mask up. You can't touch this. It's the CDC, not me. You can't touch this. Hey, go wash your hands. You can't touch this. Fresh new rules and plans. Let's all be safe. Go wash your hands. So move back up six feet. You better not cough and you better not sneeze. Annotation. <laughs> Hold on, let me check your temp. Not under your arm like that like that you're all clear go to the back everybody says that this is too much and these are the things huh, you can't touch yo i told you you can't touch this why are y'all standing so close <laughs> he put out the ruler this is hilarious <laughs> he put out a ruler stretching his six feet going y'all too close i'm mad that he has to make this because they have to be in school oh, but, yes. I, but i'm very impressed by the creativity and him and him and the student council uh body uh body did this before school started yes <sighs> all the av club he told somebody stay away from the, from the water fountain every time you see me dr lee is sanitized i'm gonna keep my hand clean because the cases are on the rise now why would i ever stop doing this while others getting ill i don't want to be sick i've been to all the classroom from upstairs into the gym <laughs> it's Lee, go Lee, Dr. Lee, yo doc, you're late. Look at the clock, can't touch this. Can't touch wow, this. Wow, you really TikTok dancing <laughs> with these little kids. I love this. <laughs> you know little kids taught them how to do that? Mm-hmm. Break it down. <laughs> Six feet. <laughs> Stop sanitize. <laughs> oh man, that was really nice. That is adorable. I mean, I saw a couple instances of slippage with the, you know, trying to get the jokes in where, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, oh, this person isn't wearing a mask while coughing and stuff. But I'll allow it, you know. Hopefully, they're being safe. <sighs> and possibly, probably already tested. Hopefully, we'll. Yes. Who knows? um all right let's get to the news um for coronavirus okay because it's still still lots of news out here y'all um uh russia prepares the first the world's first approval of a covid19 vaccine by mid-august but questions remain so that was like close enough let's uh just get the stickiness in people Mm-mm. that's why negroes is like nah y'all better y'all better test dummy somebody else we not gonna be we not gonna be dropping dead i don't know man i feel like if they testing it on white people over there then you know that's not the same as testing it on black people over here you know like uh mm-hmm. not that i would uh put it past russia to rush them rush some shit out no pun intended mm-hmm. but um at the same time i mean if it works it works yeah i would need to see those white folks over here it will be approved for public use with frontline healthcare workers getting it first they said now nah, don't, uh, don't take them out first i don't <laughs> think they would heal us yeah i think they they probably wouldn't do it unless they thought it was safe 
you don't know i, I don't know I don't, yeah. <laughs> so they're gonna kill all the doctors and nurses first because they go we don't think it's safe let's experiment on y'all that's what you think that's what you think the plan is let's experiment on y'all you don't see my third eye open sir Uh, close it close it (laughs) this is not a hotel podcast we're not doing this we stick it to the science now look maybe they are rushing in and this is how we end up with zombies i I hear you okay (laughs) i hear your conspiracy thank you but clearly that's not the plan oh no 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 they're not not they're not like let's kill the doctors first that's how that's how we get down in russia if we kill all the doctors it'll go away like that that's not how it works so um yeah but yeah and also like we've learned so much propaganda about russia that i know my my american idea what russia represents and what they do and shit is probably not the truth you know yes like we we so much better than them not really one big wave why the covid19 second wave may not exist you got any guesses karen because we still in the first one okay cool we don't have to read that article Mm -mm uh research research reveals how americans really feel about wearing masks mm-hmm. that's right percentage of adults who don't wear a face mask in the following destinations let's go through the percentages flower states we'll start at the highest percentage and go down okay okay oh we're gonna take we're going by states nope oh. just locations not states oh, okay. we'll, so like in the car 76 percent of people don't wear a mask that's the highest percent uh, that makes sense because they're in the car yeah and then most of you see i'm in the car with myself i probably can't get it da, da, da. while cycling 73 percent don't wear a mask while exercising 71 percent don't wear a mask going to the tip i don't know what going to, to the tip, tip means what is the tip the tip of the dick i don't know what the tip <laughs> the tip of the dock where are we going to the tip going to the tip the tip what what country is this is that like british slang mm. let me no let me i don't know i want to know now we gotta know what the slang means uh <laughs> where are we going to the tip of tip british slang meaning um a place to deposit something uh, i guess the trash oh, okay going to the trash i guess okay okay <clears throat> that makes more sense because i was like what is the tip of what i mean i've been watching i may destroy you but i'm i don't know that much slang a walk 69 percent don't wear a mask the drive-through 66 percent don't wear a mask on a date because we're still doing that 66 percent don't wear a mask on a date i guess it makes sense because you're probably gonna kiss them or fuck them and you're not gonna be six feet apart so if they got the rona you got the rona people risking it all for them uh hormones yo i guess so to see family members 62 percent don't wear a mask once again same concept mm-hmm. and the family is how a lot of the outbreaks break out in a household yeah a friend's house 60 percent. yeah yeah you see this people are still visiting and mm-hmm. doing shit you know you, you just need hope. to be sure they doing what they supposed to do the vet 57 percent. don't wear a mask going to the vet oh when they're taking the animals to get checkups mm-hmm. the pub or a bar 55 percent. don't wear a mask at the bar i i I believe that that's where a lot of the outbreaks be coming from gas station 54 percent. that makes sense though if you're not going in if you're going in that doesn't make sense Mm -mm, because most people pumping their gas getting in and leaving to work 53 percent. and this is why my black ass ain't nobody's rush to go back to work 
53% in my face and shit no well, thank you will not wear a mask to work 53% at a museum won't wear a mask uber a taxi 52% won't wear one in an uber or a taxi i don't understand that yeah. logic and, uh, at all uh, they, i think we read an article people are getting mad when the uber drivers be telling the people to put on the mask because you know you're in their vehicle and they i refuse well then i ain't got to pick you up bitch uh let's see uh cinema 50 percent don't want to wear a mask in the cinema states that have their cinemas open well this i think this is just would you wear a mask yes or no oh so some of these haven't been tested yet ah okay 49 percent won't wear one in a restaurant 48 percent don't want to wear one in a hairdresser or the barber that's crazy but i guess you almost i guess really that's more about the hairdresser or barber having to wear one because how they gonna cut your hair and shit i see um yeah, they can still wear one and do their job you as a customer wearing one that's what i'm saying ah. like if you're gonna trim up my beard i can't wear a mask that's true um on public transport 50 44 don't want to wear a mask going to the doctor 42 percent of people don't want to wear a mask at the doctor that's insane the thing i keep thinking about is not whether like i don't want to wear a mask because i don't feel like it for myself or i think it's i'm already gonna get it if i'm in here but the thing i keep thinking is if you have it and you give it to a doctor now everyone that doctor sees may have it and the doctors see people that are the people that have pre-conditions and all this shit uh shopping in general 41 percent, and then at the supermarket is a 31 percent of people say they don't want to wear a mask like i won't wear a mask at the supermarket 31 percent, and i think that number right there is very telling because a lot of that resistance right there is about ideological resistance just human beings that just don't give a fuck about the science you're not gonna tell me what to do i'm gonna not do this because you want me to do it type right. of shit correct like their children the reasons for resistance flirting to look for looking attractive to others are concerned for more than a quarter of people people just being vain yeah they they want to look it's like how you gonna like especially the people that go on them dates how you gonna know you know i look good or i'm into you or i'm flirting with you everybody looking good to the coronavirus so mask, <laughs> no mask so true 28 percent say wearing a mask is too hot it can be hot on these hot days and stuff uh like outside if you're exercising and stuff but i think once you start getting at a grocery store or something like how's that too hot you know come on 28 percent says it's too hard to eat and drink you know i hear you and you know the hardest eating and drinking you're ever gonna do is gonna be on that ventilator come on 17 percent say it makes them feel anxious well that's kind of what the coronavirus is gonna do anyway everyone's gonna be anxious in this period of time yes they are 18 percent say it's hard for people to read their facial expressions over half don't like the idea of others not seeing their smile 50 47 is about them 47 percent say well i kind of understand that one though um because something about not being able to see somebody smile to communicate could mean a lot you know okay you know like people throw the smile up for a bunch of different reasons and and i, and I yeah that now that i i understand i'm and as somebody that's a smiler i i i completely 
understand like that piece like i i just want to have that communication and they haven't really at least i haven't really seen any masks that are like clear clear people are making them but like yeah. not like well you can public it i mean but you can buy it in like a mask quantity where you can actually see people's smiles uh, I think that that would knock down some of the anxiety for people yeah. if people could actually see. And they do have out. masks for like lip readers and stuff like that. I haven't seen a lot of them out and about. Mm-mm. So, um, and also as a large black man, I sometimes use my smile to let people know, like, hey, you don't have to be afraid. I d- yeah, I'm not a threat. Forty-seven percent don't think they'll be able to talk to others properly. Yeah, that's a big one. A lot of people don't like having a muffled voice or having to talk people, louder yeah talk louder people going huh i don't understand like i've seen that i've seen the thing where people pour their mask down to talk and then put it back up which defeats the purpose defeats the whole purpose three out three out of ten glasswares say one of the key reasons they avoid face covering is because they're worried that glasses will fog up mine fog up and it's just worth it it's worth it not having it or giving it to people so um all right let's see what else we got uh there's a man who launched a dog training business to train dogs how to respond to people while they're wearing masks because dogs are freaked out by the mask they can't see your face they can't understand everything you're saying uh, uh, so they gotta get retrained uh, uh i see what you're saying yeah because dogs like looking your face they see your teeth like they see your facial expressions you know because they're they're used to being around people particularly dogs that are at home and all of a sudden it's like you look like a different person now and so they're like i don't know how to respond to this i can't see your face i you know you don't look the same right so yeah i can see why that would be an issue um for the dogs they might go through anxiety or something thinking something's wrong with you which will cause them to get anxiety thinking i don't know what to do or i can't fix it right um let's see uh not handling the pandemic well a man fires at officers with an ak-47 after refusing to wear a mask a lot of people don't handle it well but what they don't do is shoot guns yeah and i would definitely say not handling it well you know um i think that's you know pretty appropriate uh yeah i think that's a pretty uh pretty appropriate way to put it just not handling it well uh <laughs> also he's still alive and yes he was <laughs> mm-hmm. um <laughs> of course of course he's still alive you know uh just disgusting um let's see um coronavirus u.s new jersey indoor gatherings have now been limited to 25 people um it was i think uh a hundred a lot of people but then someone threw a 700 person mansion party Ooh, 700 how big is this mansion graduations and beach bashes are blamed for the state's biggest case spike in two months so it was going down the whole school what's happening here so yeah it was going down people were following the rules and um some somewhere along the line it just it, i guess people got a little confused 
and <laughs> but there's a big difference between 100 and 700 that that that's 600 extra people yeah i guess i, I don't know people got a little confused and uh it just didn't work out and now the cases are spiked back up um so they had to go down to 25 people my thing is if they weren't obeying the 100 people how do you get them to obey the 25 people rule yeah like somebody said they all ought to have to quarantine together then yeah for real well y'all just stay locked up in this mansion and quarantine with each other then uh canada approves remdesivir for treatment of severe covid19 symptoms so it's basically when people get it's a med it's a drug okay and it's when people get really sick um okay, extremely sick yeah it reduces uh the likelihood of death from the sick sickness that's a good thing yeah it's recommended for canadians age 12 and older who have severe covid 19 symptoms such as pneumonia those that require extra to breathe and those who weigh at least 88 pounds the drug is administered through an iv and will only be used in healthcare facilities where patients can be closely monitored a small number of canadians are already receiving remdesivir through special access program the program will no longer be required now that the drug has been approved yeah what about canada you you trust them is this like russia you think everybody on this drug gonna turn to zombies too no okay um coronavirus u.s 260 staff are excluded from work in wait georgia's latest school district orders teachers to report to school despite learning 260 employees have tested positive or being exposed to COVID-19 and will be excluded from work days before the school year starts. These so, are just the ones that got the test results back from. Obviously, how else would they know? Or people that were exposed to it. True. So, nearly 300 employees of Georgia's largest school district have tested positive for COVID-19 or been exposed to the virus. The Gwinnett County School District will not return to in-person classes and will instead reopen with online learning for school year starting August 12th. However, while students can stay at home, teachers are still required to come to school for their remote learning. Teachers began to return to their schools for in-person planning on Wednesday and on Thursday, the school district reported 260 employees tested positive for the virus or had contact with a positive case, removing a major chunk of the school force just days before the start of semester right so for a lot of school systems it's gonna be very very hard to open when you're short staffed Mm -hmm. (laughs) like it's extremely short staffed and y'all the governor don't give a and they can't teach from home like with computers and shit so they so i guess they just can't come to work they probably can but they just won't like like other jobs they they want you to be there quote unquote because guarantee you for a while they probably were teaching from home i'm right. you know i'm pretty sure they didn't start off teaching from school when they closed the school down they they kicked everybody out right uh protest okay and maybe just me i don't understand this if if people are working we're working fine from home why require them to come in like it doesn't make sense to me i don't know if they even tried to do the work from home with teachers yet that, that's true they might as well just come school on back didn't in. start yeah they might not even gave them a chance because maybe they're just looking at it like a tv studio almost like we're gonna set up the camera we're gonna set up the live stream like that and, you have all the supplies you need yeah because also because we don't pay teachers maybe teachers ain't got good internet maybe they ain't got good computers mm, that's true too. you know they, they might not have the setup to actually teach properly 
yep meanwhile you got some three thousand three thousand students who don't have computers or access to wi-fi for remote learning so they got to figure out something to do for them mm-hmm. yeah uh and when uh the federal government was going to subsidize it uh to make it either cheaper or free in the low-income housing you know they fought against that let that go to the side didn't renew it so these people that actually would have had high-speed internet don't have access to it yep um all right let's see um yeah they have 180,000 students in this district that's a lot yes they got a lot of kids i mean it's better than making them come to school with them sick people because they gonna get it from the teachers and mm-hmm. vice versa yes but wow mm-hmm. that's a lot gonna be interested in the next few weeks as things begin to roll out so like you say this is before we even crack the doors open <laughs> you know and these are the school systems that's testing before teachers come some school systems not trying funny if we don't got the money they might not even be testing teachers they might tell teachers fuck it come on in yep um virginia virgin air virgin atlantic becomes billionaire richard branson's second airline to file for bankruptcy i thought we bailed the airlines out what happened we did remember that when it was like oh they bailed the they bailed the airlines out and yeah, now they won't have to go out of go into bankruptcy yeah but then they the rules that were actually in place to force them to save money and to force them to not do like people do live paycheck to paycheck and shit like that and uh buy their own stocks back and all that other bullshit they actually slowly particularly with donald trump in office slowly um took that shit away till you kind of back in the same position that's why airlines are because there's no federal mandate that 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 and there was never a federal mandate that these motherfuckers just just sit your planes down ain't nobody fucking flying flying Mm-hmm. you know so you, the airlines were still occurring costs flying people wasting fuel flying planes paying people for what for nobody and then when they do open back up they want to make as much money as possible that's why they was like a fuck a social distancing we're going to try to pack as many people on this bitch as possible because we we actually need the money to survive right man uh socially distanced trial gig not a success hmm a gig used to trial safety measures for the return of live music did not succeed in providing a blueprint for the industry according to the manager of the venue that hosted the event folk rocker frank turner played to a socially distanced audience at london's clapham grand on tuesday so basically this is a trial run they wanted to see like can we do um gigs essentially that are socially distanced and safe and can it be profitable and people not get sick only 200 people attended compared to the venue's normally normal capacity of 1250 the venue manager ali wolf said the government-backed palette was not financially viable for venues it can't be the future for live music it can't be the future for venues noting that the show did not make enough money to cover the venue's operating costs even before the performance fee was taken into account right live music in the uk has been almost completely canceled since march due to the lockdown and social distancing regulations major tours of festivals have all been called off a tour of drive-in gigs featuring acts like the streets kaiser chefs what kaiser chiefs dizzy rascal and sigala was also scrapped the organizers saying the latest developments over local lockdowns meant they couldn't proceed with any confidence 
No, and, and, and I feel my heart goes out to these venues. The same thing with, like, comedy, something where somebody's on stage and they're projecting out. Those venues are very, very hard to do indoors. You know, I know that some people are doing more outdoors, which is completely different, but they're very hard to do in their setting, in their natural setting. <clears throat> with social distancing and breathing and mask you know because people are singing and they're basically they're gonna sing through a mask you know are, do, are you gonna have a shield guard around them like how is the structure of this going to happen and you know it's going to be one of those things where unless you're testing everybody you don't know if people coming in there actually have coronavirus or not mm-hmm. you know um you're hoping everybody follows the rules but even with that 200 people it's still very difficult to control because humans so we're talking about human behavior and there's also, uh, for me, and people might not want to hear this, concerts and shit, like particularly big live concerts, it's going to be an Instagram and a Facebook live and all that bullshit until there actually is a vaccine. Mm-hmm. Like, people don't want to hear that, but, you know, I don't see concerts come back till next year, maybe 2022, before you actually see concerts kind of ramping, you know, ramping up again to how they used to be, even because the thing is the smaller venues end up hurting more than the larger venues that's why they're pushing to reopen back up but it's hard to open back up and the larger venues going we definitely can't do it because there's no way you know because of a big venue holds ten thousand, a fraction will be a thousand which is way more than it's 200 so if y'all can't do it with 200 there's no way we're gonna do it with a thousand right um now nah, you i mean you definitely ain't wrong you know and i miss concerts too you know you know because concerts is one of those things similar to parties where it's 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 an event it's uh, everybody's in there doing something collective everybody's dancing it's a lot of singing you know and all types of shit that's happening which you know the COVID would just love that environment right yeah i mean that's <sighs> that's kind of the problem you're right and that's the part that hurts because you go everything we love to do the COVID was like i'm here right i would love to to be able to do all this stuff but yeah you, you really can't um all right let's get to another part of um the uh coronavirus news that uh at this point i gotta say that i, I really don't don't like but it's the it's the humor that I had to find, okay? Okay. A pro-Trump youth group deletes a tweet mocking mask usage after the co-founder dies. Co-founder dies from the virus. Hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Dies from the COVID that they mocked. Cause it ain't real. To own the libs. Okay. Uh, Charlie Kirk tweeted, "An American hero died today. Bill Montgomery passes at 80. He believed in me." He poured his heart and soul and time into me. He took a risk on me. Of without Bill Montgomery, there would be no uh, Talking Points USA. He touched the lives of thousands of young Americans 
and i miss him greatly so then they deleted the tweet that had a picture of nick cage out in the sun from con air talking that shit nick cage is like uh you know that was a role right and this was before COVID 19 mm-hmm. they had a but the, the you gotta see the meme lol hashtag big gov sucks is what it says and then it's nick cage and says me not wearing a mask while a leftist screams at me from their car across the parking lot at whole foods this is the meme the person posted yeah cause, i mean the republicans aren't good at memes but they are not they're not yeah. even creative but just the point of being like look at me i'm so happy and free i'm not wearing a mask and you lives cucks are and i'm owning the lives right now and uh well i think we know what we call that karen other karma news catholic preacher catholic pastor hospitalized with covid19 after telling this congregation not to be afraid of the virus know that yo pope don't like people touching his hands we seen the video he walks around in a bubble when he's in the car and shit yeah he does in the glass box he know about protecting yourself even with the side of jesus on the side and all that shit he is like i'm good on the uh on the social distancing i'm good this is real so yeah your ass got caught too that karma is real just I don't know why people keep fucking with this coronavirus like it's candy man but it seemed like every day we have another story of someone being like is i'm a, oh it's gonna be fine and and, and it's not fine it's not it is not all. all right last one new york city rats are attacking outdoor diners after starving during the pandemic and them rats done had enough yeah wait till they start training little baby mutant turtles <laughs> It's really gonna be a problem on the street it was like y'all need to get to back to eating and dropping crumbs and shit uh all right let's see what other news do we have um how about this one the census bureau is gonna cut all counting measures on september 30th a month before they're supposed to do it i filled out our census already obviously but if you're listening to this i really hope you, you filled out your census already mm-hmm. but if you haven't you need to fill it out asap that is one of the ways they measure funding mm-hmm. and uh allocations of assets and stuff uh you know your roads your public transport uh where your tax money goes and all that stuff they're taking the tax money from you anyway so you might want to have it i know black people are kind of paranoid about this shit and um whatnot but uh trust me it's better to to have the data out there um for uh you know like i said for different um programs and stuff uh that benefit you 
Mm-hmm. They've been trying to attack this since the beginning. This is why they were trying to pass certain rules about the census because the census, normally your citizenship and shit didn't matter. And Donald Trump and them wanted to put citizenship and all that other other bullshit in there to kind of prevent people from being counted. This thing they don't want you counted. Right. So you should definitely uh, fill it out sooner than later. Um, Americans are totally overwhelmed by the news. No shit. Americans say they're overwhelmed by the flood of news on the internet, and that's causing some people, especially conservatives, to tune out. Gallup and New and Knight Foundation published the results of a twenty thousand person survey Tuesday on America's attitudes towards the media and its impact on democracy. Americans' trust in the news splits along party lines. Overwhelmingly, people who identify as very conservative or Republican mistrust the media. Yeah, that's why Trump's able to, to manipulate it there's one thing a majority of people have in common they're totally overwhelmed by the volume and speed of the news right because i've said it before and i say it again the human mind was not designed to absorb so much information in such a so much mass massive amount of information in such short period of time to read it decipher it understand it log it remember it your mind is not designed for that yeah According to the survey, 62% of Americans say it's harder to be well-informed because of all the sources of information available. That means a majority of Americans feel too much news is more confusing than educational. The sentiment is up from 58% who held that view in 2017. In contrast, 36% of Americans today say it's easier to stay informed with so many sources of news. Yeah, it can be overwhelming. It's not vetted, and it's one of the reasons that people feel like Facebook and Twitter and some of these places need to be vetting the news for people instead of letting misinformation go out there because it's not a meritocracy and um you know a lot of bad information is taken on in this fact because we're just like if you see something enough times and i think and i and i don't think it's equal obviously republicans are and right-wing people have way more of this but it is a problem for everybody yes it is you know in a world that treats any negative thing as fact as news as statements um and we don't treat the exoneration or the mitigating evidence with the same uh veracity on any level then yeah this this, a world where that is incentivized and um and it is kind of becomes its own uh momentum of negative thing negative thing negative thing negative thing over and over it can gaslight you into being like every i just don't there is no truth there is no fact or i'm gonna believe what i want to believe and shit like that so i can see how that happens to people Mm -hmm. even if it's you know i try to avoid it happening to myself yeah because everybody's dealing with this differently some people just crack and they just tap out where they they just don't do news whatsoever and to me they have that right but that's very dangerous because then you're not informed at all on anything that's happening uh and that's not that's not a safe place to be either right um the reason respondents gave for feeling overwhelmed are revealing a main culprit is social media 43 percent of respondents said the fact that news and non-news are mixed together in the same feed contributes to uh confusion and how do people cope? That overwhelming feeling causes many Americans and conservatives in particular to put on blinders. Probably also makes sense because conservatives are mostly white people. They have privilege. So what is the harm of them not knowing this shit? Yeah, it ain't, you know? it ain't affected them before. And especially when a lot of the information is coming to you with, you know, a particular type of animosity towards you, mm-hmm. then, you know, they're going to opt out. And that's not me saying we should be nice to them. No, I'm saying 
this is what human beings do yeah they do just human if, beings if there if there was a way to teach conservatives it's probably not gonna be you know like you motherfuckers da 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 they they're gonna just tune out because they already got the world geared towards them the only thing they're gonna probably give a fuck about is voting republican in november so yeah you y'all can have this shit is probably how they look at it and retreat to you know their offline whatever uh and then yeah they they turn to either one or two sources so then they become like i just look at fox news or i just look at one american news that's all the news i need and and yeah though and of course because they're not looking at anything else it's never going to be fact checked all that stuff the other thing i would throw in here is this is going to be a poll of people who are not looking at themselves as bad guys Mm -mm. so it's not like they took the poll and then said i should do better they're taking the poll and going they they feel totally justified like yeah yeah, i tune out i'm not the bad guy here the news is the media is the liberals are you see what i'm saying yeah because at the end of the day people don't want to take accountability and responsibility for their own actions right um and in this case inaction because yeah inaction you're just literally saying can't you get your news from some other sources and it's like nah fuck you why would i uh much of the uh, how american view americans view the news media is a reflection and result of our divided partisan society report read feelings uh feeling overwhelmed and overburdened by the sheer volume and speed of the news americans and in particular republicans are more likely to turn to one or two sources uh man i've already read that uh so yeah just uh that's kind of telling us what we already knew mm-hmm. but yeah i think people get overwhelmed they definitely do that kind of shit uh people who like Oh, actually, you know what? I'm going to save this article and move it to another section so that I can look smarter later because I just realized this relates to something else I want to talk about. Okay. Perfect. Oh, I love when that happens. Um, a judge grants Nicki Minaj's husband a request to be present when the baby is born. Oh, okay. Right, because they, you know, with COVID and shit, they like, we don't want people up in the hospital. Nope, that is not what happened oh it's because his charges yes okay he's on he has pre-trial release conditions so that he can he can't travel and so uh he has to ask for them to be modified so he can travel and be in the delivery room when nikki goes into labor oh i thought they was like ain't can't nobody be up in this bitch we don't give a damn about a baby covid (laughs) nah it's specific to him um so yeah uh this i mean it's part of what happens when you marry a person that is you know a felon essentially mm-hmm. um and in his case would it be in a sex offense he already had to register as a sex offender um he had arrested for failing to register as a sex offender when he first moved to california he has done so since but he was restricted to traveling outside the state and he had a curfew which uh was why he needed the judge to tweet the terms in case Le- nikki goes into labor outside of his curfew hours so there you go he recently got the right to surf the web wow yep yep nikki's husband but hey remember as prison abolitionists and stuff everybody should be very mindful of how they think about that situation i'm just saying a lot of people slipper showing when it comes to the shit being in practice because this is what the fuck it looked like and karen i know you're not a prison abolitionist i know 
but i'm just saying it's a lot of people claiming to be right that really be shitting on and this, this is a part of it yeah this is what it's gonna look like it's not gonna be some it's gonna be a lot of cloud shades of gray and shit that people think you know it's real black and white like yeah like i don't know how the motherfuckers gonna deal with this we can't even deal with ellen having a tv show i don't know that we're ready for prison abolition yet but okay uh this is a video i saw on twitter mm-hmm. uh apparently somebody's getting married will you perform her to her all the respect and they're doing the vows obviously that a husband owes to his wife until god by death shall separate you i do sister kim do you take this man to be your wedded husband or do you earnestly promise before god and these witnesses that you will love her love him i mean it seems going so well so far i don't see a lot of social distancing you know i like to see some masks mm-hmm. but i mean in a beautiful ceremony with black people in it what could go wrong comfort him honor and obey him i hear a voice in the background i hear a voice in the background don't sound like a pleasant voice yeah i also like how it sounded like we don't see her on camera but it sounded like someone tried to stop her and she said excuse me baby um (laughs) like if i if you go back and listen to this hold on let me go back hold on and obey him you heard ah, excuse me babe excuse me she baby. was pleasant about it that's a that that was a no nah, i don't told you once like let's not like make like, this like, like 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 I'm like gonna do that's my, your warning i'm gonna do my thing okay this is dwayne wayne uh dwayne wayne at whitley's way i don't think this is go go well by the tone of her voice oh and hold on pause baby and somebody mm-hmm. gasped so apparently somebody knew must know that she was about to show her ass i'm sure well even if you didn't know it's like <gasps> you knew you knew her coming was a problem even if you don't know what she getting ready to do i mean no one's ever done that for good reasons you come on you gasping wait you didn't take your safe meds today and, you got my home, and i got your Look baby here and i got your baby here oh no apparently she's pregnant the daughter of the bride was not feeling that one <laughs> she was like fuck that shit Mm-mm. like they ignoring you but bitch i'm not getting married you better get up out of here didn't nobody invite you anyway right. what you doing here how did you get here now how did you get here man that that's security right <laughs> that, was, that did not go well she Mm-mm. was not a big fan of uh of, of her coming up in her mama wedding and, uh, you- stop it right now this is stupid <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous get And you can tell that uh, whoever was recording it is not is not a professional cameraman because if they would have they would have turned around and actually uh, been recording her coming in. 
yeah well i don't think they i thought maybe it was a setup but then i'm like they didn't know it don't sound like anybody knew to expect this Mm -mm. he did put up part two of the video though so what i i guess something happened that you know this is not as high quality but i guess uh tone from youtube is his name i guess he put up part two and this is after the woman was escorted out and now the the bride was is doing her part of the vows for richer for richer all right my apologies for the bad quality but y'all said y'all wanted part two so here it is sickness and sickness and in health and in health to love to love and to cherish and to cherish i guess she say listen (laughs) i got a man bitch he (laughs) is mine you may have had him once but i got him all the time this is what Calvin and Tiffany Haddish way ain't gonna look like. What's According, According to God, to God, holy, holy, ordinance, ordinance, and therefore, and therefore, I pledge. I, pledge. I guess she said, "Listen, if I can't have a good man, I can be loud about the the man uh, I got." Y'all gonna know that I am I'm dedicated. He's to this. like you won't be able to say you didn't hear that you, that he was mine. <laughs> you would not be able to say that. Mm-mm. She a good one, cause I don't, I don't know. I might have been like, you know what, you know what, I, I don't know about this. The deposit been paid. The wedding was someone was getting married. That's just what it is. Someone, somebody was getting married. Yeah, we don't pay for shit. We can have a big ass party. At this point, she getting at least getting married out of spite to that other woman for trying to ruin her day. Even if she turn around and get divorced later, she knows she could have handled that yesterday. No. <laughs> so, so the wedding is on now, in spite of you that's wasting my time and money may i have a ring what's she gonna do what's the version of swallowing putting the ring i mean she gonna swallow the ring or something like what's the version of shouting for putting the ring on i do she gonna walk up to everybody I'm trying to imagine still clapping right now. Me either. I don't like. I said I'd have thought twice about like, y'all. All drinks on me. We might not be getting married, but drinks on me. They already paid for. I like how you think she didn't know about that pregnant woman. Oh, she now. knew. Mm-hmm. She didn't know she was gonna show up like that. Right. So she. This ain't nothing to her. She like part of the plan. Fuck it. Black preacher just helping the black man out. Okay, I see you. Ain't nothing but noise. Just say that mistress don't matter. Yeah, she ain't going nowhere. She, she. I hope y'all know after you come back from the honeymoon, she's gonna be sitting outside your doorstep. Turn to your neighbor and say, neighbor, neighbor, bros over hoes. Hi, bros over hoes. All right, so I hope y'all enjoyed that. Thanks, Tom. All right, Tom, this is a little too much editorializing on this. Okay, we just came for the the video bro calm down um but yeah i just thought that was interesting um you know love is a many splendid thing as they say apparently so a petition calling for tory lanes to be deported and banned from the u.s garnered seventeen thousand plus signatures oh i've heard that name before tory lanes yes. the man accused of shooting uh um uh, megan the stallion ah, okay that rapper dude okay yeah so i guess uh don't abolish ice just yet i guess 
one more and then abolish ice i guess is the the new the new way we're gonna handle this one um all right let's uh move into some other news let's see uh what i feel like talking about uh don't really care about fucking with black people today um we can do some oh you know we haven't invited people to the cookout in a while let's do some cookout invites okay um a woman shot multiple times after being dared to steal a nazi flag from front yard took some bullets for the cause okay to 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 represent for all the people come on that's a real anti-racist right there because uh i'm black and I, if i knew i was gonna get shot afterwards the flag might stay up i'm just saying a dare at a house party leads to a woman being shot multiple times all of it over a nazi flag in a man's front yard this happened in hunter small town made up of 165 people it's about 25 miles northeast of enid news force he's been busy austin Brissett took a trip there today and talked to a neighbor who heard the whole thing the female had uh, guns multiple gunshot wounds so my deputies rendered aid to her running just feet across the street in the small town of hunter northeast of enid a 26 year old woman taking multiple gunshots after she was dared at a party across the street to try and steal one of these nazi flags from alexander john feaster's front yard on the way back someone hollered gun she dropped the flag at the end of the driveway and shots were fired nobody wants to look at them is the is the problem <laughs> a neighbor not wanting to reveal his identity but says he and his family were woken up by the sound of gunshots started trying to figure out what was going on wasn't 100 percent sure if it was fireworks or gunshots and uh, figured out pretty quick it was gunshots and sheriff jody helm says he used a rifle feaster was taken into custody from his home with no incident immediately asking for a lawyer deputies got a search warrant for his home we recovered uh the uh, suspect's rifle and about total we got about 14 guns out of there and some ammunition but neighbors saying he's flown the flags for about a year now when nobody really knows him i mean he keeps to himself and other than this instance claiming there hasn't been any issues it's never really been a problem his flags got stolen a couple times when he first put them up but uh you know nothing ever came of it this is the first time it's came to violence and he's been out uh, mowing neighbors yards and just smiling and waving at everyone Austin Brissett reporting for us. Feaster's in the Garfield County Jail on charges of shooting with intent to kill and assault and battery with a deadly weapon. Hmm. When I was your age, I was would just... You, would you say there's no black and brown or Jewish people in your neighbor? <laughs> Is that why he walks around and smiles and nobody has a problem with him? Hmm? What, what gave you the first uh, indication that that was, uh, that was a thing, Karen? That's hmm. why. Um, I mean, I appreciate her sacrifice. Uh, Me I mean, too. over, over a dare, you know, just, oh my God, just, I dare you to go over there and take that shit off of other, other, and then you know that person's a Nazi and, uh, hey, you know what? I, we appreciate you. Okay. Um, good, good luck on your recovery. Okay. From the, uh, love and happiness good good luck on your recovery uh come over here and uh lay your elevate your legs uh on, on top of the picnic table okay somebody bring somebody bring her a plate 
okay so y'all see she can't walk you see don't make her get her own plate y'all okay you see she look just sit your crutch over here just lay your crutch down and i'm gonna get you some cool lemonade all right and we just gonna take the edge off over here and whatnot we appreciate you all right have you met Bree? she climbed the flagpole herself she's quite famous uh so just there's a lot of y'all two have something to talk about you know Colin Kaepernick Colin Kaepernick gonna come over here and well he got some words to say to you he also got some things with flags going on in his life so just have a seat <laughs> and I'll bring you some potato salad okay oh my god about it about it uh that's doing the most okay that's like trying to win some type of achievement come on but what about doing the least Karen what about doing the least? what about doing the least what about the people that do the least don't they deserve to come to the cookout as well is that not why we started this here little segment yep for the people that's doing the least well guess who's doing the least who's doing the least two of our faves oh who? well one of our faves and then somebody else ryan reynolds okay i like ryan reynolds mm-hmm. and blake lively consider hosting their 2012 wedding at a plantation a giant fucking mistake it's something we'll always be deeply and unreservedly sorry for oh so they had planned it and then canceled it or something no at 2012 they had oh, in 2012 they okay. regret it they regret doing mm-hmm. it it was a giant fucking mistake ryan reynolds has expressed regret at having married blake lively on the plantation back in 2012 he did an interview with fast company the 43 year old deadpool actor and the 32 year old gossip girl alum tied the knot at boone hall a former plantation in south carolina and was subsequently criticized for glamorizing a place where black slaves once suffered and died Mm -hmm. and the canadian star was unequivocally unequivocal in his apology when talking to the magazine for that september issue calling the choice of location something we'll always be deeply and unreservedly sorry for the star of the hitman's bodyguard then called the decision impossible to reconcile well at least right about that mm-hmm. them niggas are never letting it go oh no and and at least he acknowledged it which some people don't mm-hmm. and the thing is and you know we talked about this before you know and it's because this the structure of america you do this but nobody ever goes to a place that uh previously them holocaust camps and be like you know what let's throw a wedding here never yeah and i mean well, let's be honest what are the possibilities here what's the most likely thing to happen that they said let's go get married at a place where slaves used to be because we love slavery that much they you know thought it was pretty or just right like they thought mm-hmm. that shit was some baller shit to do or whatever the fuck and then they didn't even think about how it would make black people feel and guarantee yeah and now they, we're we're in 2020 and uh yeah it's been people been mad at that shit since they did it you mm-hmm. know uh years ago we got married again at home but shane works in weird ways a giant fucking mistake like that can either cause you to shut down or it can reframe things and make you into move you into action continue the action star it doesn't mean you won't fuck up again but repatterning and challenging lifelong social conditioning is a job that doesn't end um so yeah um blake lively uh also uh and him donated two hundred thousand dollars to the naacp as well as releasing a statement which read in part we're ashamed that in the past we've allowed ourselves to be uninformed about how deeply rooted systemic racism is 
yeah i mean that's the this that's is the apology is. people talk about they won't and then you know the thing the pro- the real thing is people don't really want them apologies as much as they mm. don't want you to ever fuck up right. and if they do they never gonna let it go so you Correct. just gotta i mean you gotta ignore them yeah i think i'm just on the other side of 40 now just like fuck them some people you just gotta let be let them be mad at you for the rest of their life like they yes, can't sir. do shit they just well, oh you're not gonna see deadpool 7 like it'll be all right at the end of the day like you if you really do mean well and you did apology apologize you can't concentrate on getting everyone back in your good graces plus some people just never be in your good graces in the first place you know like they just don't fuck with you off gp and then this gives them an excuse to be like and that's why i don't fuck with them right they just don't like you and this was the reason for them to come out the closet yeah so you know uh had to give them credit you know Mm -hmm. so um i guess i should play a song for them at the cookout uh uh here we go Oh, oh, I'm sorry. Ooh, my bad, y'all. That's the wrong Lady A. I'm sorry. <laughs> that was Lady Antebellum. My bad. I <laughs> almost forgot what cookout we was at. <laughs> it was late last night, tossing in my bed. Had a thought about you in my head. The way you move on the dance floor, the way you walk. get out of this segment let's do some uh white people news okay let's see what these whites is talking about um let's see where could we go all right let me get this camera on the screen
know the original song me but either i love i like the raspiness in her voice i mean she had me at being a you know thick black woman with a gap in the front teeth you know and singing come I on i know she got a thought tat for sure uh <laughs> let's see what the original sounds like oh yes because i never heard it this shit is hard though that um yeah but but obviously the slow like sultry vibe of of, uh champagne is her name of her cover i was feeling that but this shit right here ain't no ain't no hoe okay I'm that bad type, make your mama sad type make your girlfriend mad type might seduce your dad type i'm the bad guy duh yeah that shit is pretty dope that shit is pretty good like you can see it's a little i bet you they put on a hell of a concert yeah they put a little little couple effects on billy eilish's uh voice that's 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 mostly the track doing that work but yes uh look if you're on the track then it's your song uh all right that's y'all's man let's see what trump is up to 
election watchdog accuses donald trump campaign team of laundering 107 million dollars in campaign money yeah they've been crooks since the beginning everything is about stealing the american money our tax money our our money to fund shit then you know it's going to get to the point where by the time I, my, my prediction is that by the time he's lived we're already in deficit it's going to be even worse donald trump suggests delaying the election over claim it could be fraudulent he love that bullshit don't he yeah he's like even with mail-in votes with him having someone in charge of the post office that essentially uh is one of his like donors and and uh and is completely in his pocket so you know they have been slowing the mail yes they have they've Um, been defunding they've been slowing it down they've been cutting back on the hours you know uh when uh you know with the regular mail let's say you have to have something in by midnight you know and so if you have to have it in by midnight that means that people have to work past midnight you know to be sure this shit gets stamped and all that stuff they wanting to cut out down overtime they want to, to to slash and cut and you know i've been seeing people don't like the american postal service is one of the most effective ways to get mail almost in the world and a lot of people don't realize how how blessed we are in this country to have a country to where when somebody sends you something it is actually brought to your front door you don't have to ever you don't have to go somewhere and pick it up if you have a mailing address it is there you know you get a post office and they make it convenient and they're cheaper you know because a lot of people know why don't fedex and ups they do not go to all the billions of homes in the country they don't do that they charge up the ass for the most simplest shit people that live out in the middle of 10 fucking bucking to nowhere have to pay all types of fees to even get them people to come out there and it's like it's ridiculous how stupid the american public is when it comes to the post office a lot of businesses depend on the post offices most companies depend on the post office when they, when they mail you your w-2s or they mail you shit in mass they normally use the regular ass post office you can't take something and and mail it from one side of the country to the other side of the country and you don't even spend a dollar like like that's that's almost impossible like it's it's frustrating because now it's like if i do a mail-in ballot now i need to be sure i do it as early and as soon as possible because i want to be sure my vote counts and a lot of people are like i'm going to go in because i don't know if y'all going to fucking turn around and decide that my uh ballot wasn't valid or didn't get in enough time they also employ a lot of black people and veterans yes yeah. so um but yeah i don't put it past them to try to put do some shady shit with the election with mail-in ballots and all this stuff he's voted only by mail-in ballots for a long time um but of course now that it's looking like a lot of people will have to do it and he's behind in all these polls and election day is coming closer now all of a sudden he questions the validity of mail-in ballots right now now it's how now a lot of fraud happens and this is something that's covered in the book and it'll infuriate you i know it makes me mad just talking about it but the white people's uh grift when it comes to calling votes fraudulent when they're black and when they're democratic um with no evidence and still getting massive legislation passed in america changing the entire way that we vote changing voter id laws and stuff Mm. all to intimidate black people out of voting yes all to oppress our vote and to limit our vote um Mm. that shit works 
yet yet does and and on the low you can't quote unquote call it a poll tax but if people are aware like i think it was like in florida they wanted to they voted to let people that were convicted of crimes you know get reinstated Mm -hmm. and everybody was like yay and then it was like well no you can't vote until you pay your fines and your fees and so that is a form of a poll tax you know so so they're actually doing these these things and they call it something new but the foundation of it is the same and we're not even able to get around it in enough time before november so people like lebron james are starting organizations that are paying money to pay off people's uh fines so that people that have been uh you know incarcerated can vote like right this is that serious and we don't have time to quibble over this shit we know it's not right but this is the game mm-hmm. trump tells suburban voters that they will no longer be bothered by low-income housing what exactly does this mean i'm happy to inform all of my all of the people living the their suburban lifestyle dream uh <laughs> suburban lifestyle dream which is uh track number seven on cardigan um that you will no longer be bothered by financially hurt by or financially hurt by having low income housing built in your neighborhood uh your housing prices will go up based on the market and crime will go down i have rescinded the obama biden affh rule um so yeah he's talking about affh listen to what aff wait affh stands for affirmatively furthering fair housing rule so he is against affirmatively furthering fair housing your president is like no not on my watch he's saying the loud part out loud yeah because he does not care you know because it's by white people fight against it but it's federal law that you know you put up housing you have to have section eight a certain percentage has to be section eight certain percent like like they have laws about this shit and so his thing so this is his thing to white people hey white people don't worry about it i'm gonna make it so they can't so you won't have to be around these negroes but truth be told a lot of white people live in section eight and all these other subsidies too but you know nobody cares about that the reality of numbers and statistics when it comes to this shit yeah this isn't a dog whistle this is a dog bullhorn <laughs> a dog fucking uh like the sound wave the transformer uh the decepticon puts the tape inside and plays this um all right let's get into white people news all right what are the whites up to um our girl ellen degeneres apparently is not a very degenerous person outside the at, at the workplace apparently uh she uh, has been accused of being not nice as donald trump would say um behind the scenes and that stuff is that's been years of people like i think people have had a desire to kind of take her down in a weird way that um stems from shit that isn't necessarily about her show but mm-hmm. it's like it's like getting capone on tax evasion like you finally got this motherfucker like the internet been wanting her head for a while and now they finally got her and i'm I'm already jumped to the next cycle where when she eventually loses whatever people go wasn't it unfair how we treated ellen i'm I'm already there where i'm just like you you motherfuckers are so bored but um yeah so she addressed workplace allegations because um 
i think someone started a thread on twitter as like i will pay two dollars for everyone who has a story about ellen being mean and it was like a lot of the stories are so anecdotal it's like someone painted a picture for her she said my dog could have pissed a paint better painting than this and uh <laughs> like i forget like it was like which which is funny because you know the quote-unquote comedy don't cancel people da, da, da. those people are not in her corner because they know she's not on their side really either like uh she's kind of like a woman without a without a team right now you know because the woke motherfuckers are like get this bitch she sat with george w bush mm-hmm. and then uh the, the not the the the, the anti-woke people are like fuck ellen she's a lesbian she never really mm-hmm. gave cover for us she never you never hear her talking about that so fuck her blah 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 you know um the only person she ever really did that for was uh kevin hart um so there's just not you don't see as many people jump into her defense um on that side even under the guise of it's comedy or you know whatever mm-hmm. um so uh they did find out that you know there's a culture of like abuse and um sexual harassment at that workplace now it's kind of weird because a lot of the culture is from two men who are gay and they've been targeting uh apparently gay people underneath them and like you know um uh accused of groping people um uh, another dude uh one of the dudes is not gay he's accused of like commenting on women's bodies someone made a off-the-cuff remark about uh there's two black women who work there they both have box braids it's like you know i can't tell black people who wear box braids alike uh from apart or something like that so you know you all all of it's in there mm-hmm. you know um now it's wild because these things aren't directly from her which right. is funny because that's how it started was that she was out here wilding mm-hmm. and so you would expect some of these workplace allegations to be directly like she came in and did this right and instead it's like these men who work here are fucked up and she her name is on this and she doesn't know enough about it or she doesn't care enough about it which to me fine that's a that's good enough reason to lose your show i don't really think i'm not saying i want her to lose her show i don't really give a fuck because i don't watch this shit anyway but that is good enough reasons to me at this point and so i think people have worked backwards from she defended kevin she gave kevin hart that pr interview she uh sat with george w bush um i can't even remember the other faux pas or whatever but that's been enough for people to be like we don't like her and then this is finally the thing uh 2020 um in the final weeks of of july this is when they finally got something to be like this is worth losing your show over i don't know that she will lose her show over it um I, and i technically don't know that she should but i know i would be okay with it i just don't care enough yeah yeah and, and all jokes aside like i don't think she should and you know it, and, mm-hmm. and it's one of those things to where if she directly knew if she if they come out well it was reported to her and she knew that's a completely different story 
because you know companies are big and people work up underneath people you don't know everything everybody's doing and all types of things you know and so also i think too me personally some a lot of sexism involved in this because there's some awful ass men that have been showing their asses forever and people up underneath them do fucked up shit and they don't ever be like this man is accountable for these other people yeah you know what let's go to the next segment because i do want to bring that up in the break all right so you're talking about um that double standard and that's something that has been bothering me about this thing yes yeah the whole time i was i was thinking about it the other i was like why i don't like this woman or watch her show but i was like why is it bothering me that this is gonna be the thing that it ultimately what's gonna take her down is that she's not nice and like professionally she's nice on the camera but when she's off the camera she's not nice and that's where this started and then what'll what they'll kind of blame it on is yeah there were people sexually harassing people and shit on the on the set and she didn't know about it so she gotta go or she didn't do enough about it so she gotta go and i'm like that is a valid reason if that would have been the only thing i feel like i would be like yeah of course um but with but with this being like a we've been trying to get this motherfucker it feels weird in a way and especially when i know for a fact the double standard of like who gets to be mean who gets to be an asshole come on definitely never lends itself towards women in that way Mm-mm. like the only woman i can think of that got gets to be like professionally mean on camera is maybe uh th- that woman um nancy grace who she's talking about criminals um maybe a couple reality show like women type of things but like nothing like this where like like the purpose of the show is to to be nice and entertain people like the purpose of reality show is look at these people be fucked up um but like simon simon cowell that like his whole thing is he's an asshole and he does run a bad workplace nothing is gonna happen uh gabrielle union is suing them nothing's gonna happen like it's just like we all know nothing's gonna happen too like maybe a fine maybe a producer or somebody gets fired but this motherfucker will be fine and it's just interesting because he leads with i'm an asshole if he's all asshole off camera as gabriel union has said he is it's just part of it he's a white man he gets to do that um gordon ramsay like whole career gets to basically play an asshole we don't know i mean he might be cool as fuck off the camera yeah but or but, he might be a dick off the but camera the way he's presented right but we we tune in to the to point to millions of viewers to watch him be a dick to people so something about it feels just weird like people have always wanted to pick apart her facade of being nice mm-hmm. in a way that we didn't for other people because i think her brand is only nice right and so we know no human being can live up to that steve harvey had a talk show he had a letter where he wrote to his staff like don't bother me when you see me da 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 we were on this show people in the chat people covering it in the news was like we kind of understand you can't be nice all the time leave him the fuck alone don't come to this trailer da 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 no one was like well then fire him bitch you you know what i mean like it was like well of course he's not nice all the time and that nigga met with trump that's even worse than sitting with george w bush but we somehow i think men we get to do it we just get to be like flawed if not just outright unlikable like i said in the simon cowell's example he did run a workplace that was fucked up and nothing he's still gonna be on the air when the shows start again 
we expect america's got talent or whatever that is mm-hmm. to continue to be there with terry cruz and for them to just do their thing so i do i do find like like while not making it about trying to save ellen because i don't really give a fuck can't emphasize that enough there is like a weird hypocrisy underneath it that that does bother me yes yes and uh like that's my whole problem with the situation and it's several things a lot of people don't like her because she's a white woman a lot of people don't like her because she's lgbtq a lot of people don't like her for 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 a large collection of reasons and this actually just allowed them to actually hold hands and transform into Voltron and be like, we got your bitch. And it's just one of those things where all these things individually couldn't take her down, but you take all these different things and combine them. And all of a sudden you, you have, uh, you know, a force to reckon with. Yeah. I think and- they got their thing now with these producers, like it may be, and the boss say it got their thing. I don't mean some like executives going to fire her. I just mean like, they may have the thing where she goes y'all win i am rich i like i don't need this uh you know you don't want to see me give away shit on tv or whatever so many people yeah if you don't want to see me do that like your world would be better without me in it that's cool i'm just gonna go be rich and white not on some what this this poor victim Mm -mm. leave my friend alone it might not be worth it to her yeah like i just could see her just being like it's not that big a deal for me like it that it is for y'all so i you know whatever like some like and it's funny because when she put out the statement fuck that statement i and and this is the real weird hypocrisy of it she puts out the statement and apologizes and talks about how she's gonna you know change like this is not what i set my show out to be i was like it's gonna be a nice show we're gonna be nice harnessing we're gonna do da 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 and you know over the years it's just it's gotten away from her and blah 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 she becomes like more of a more of the talent less of the production on the show right right and so when she put out this statement brad garrett who's another white person uh celebrity he put out a tweet basically being like uh yeah it comes from the top down so it don't matter basically that you apologize sorry but it comes from the top down top at at the ellen show no more than one who were treated horribly by her by the way they never give the example of what it is that treat what being treated horribly by her is but they just go that's what it is anyway common knowledge degenerate sins and, and so then so okay brad garrett can say that and people retweet it and we accept it as fact and we go yeah but then like because i noticed like kevin hart came out and katie perry came out and was like she's always been very professional behind the scenes she's treated me great blah 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 and people go shut the fuck up what do you have to say about this this don't involve you no one says that to brad garrett he's corroborating the way we already feel right. we want her out of the paint mm-hmm. we want to elevate him yes someone comes along and goes well she treats me great and she treated my family great and my friends great fuck you you're like you don't say shit don't you you don't know what's happening there well neither does brad garrett technically he's also floating out rumors and shit too um another thing that was interesting james corden was was at the top of the list to be like a replacement there's the same quote-unquote rumor mill shit about him of he's not as nice behind the scenes and and i'm like this is just gonna be he uh oh some white dude gets to take the job right <laughs> we get that one woman off on daytime tv a white man gets to take the job and then people be like well he's a piece of shit behind the scenes but it's harder to get him out of here because he's a white dude so people kind of like what what he got to be happy all the time like well you're selling happy 
two people which is the whole point of people hate ellen is because she sold happy and she's not really it's all bullshit it's all no one believes in santa claus right and then they're like we'll just elevate the next person into the same spot knowing that it's not genuine professional niceness is while it is a commodity and it is a muscle i've talked about that muscle on the show many times oh yeah it is not genuine it can't be at some point it has to be a product because you're being nice five days a week on national tv with a big ass staff coordinating all these moments and all this shit you're it's impossible for anyone to maintain that standard because it's work at some place if you're a comedian everybody goes oh look at you you get to go on stage it must be so fun yeah i get to think that because i don't do any of that work come on i'm not up at three in the morning trying to make that bit funny Mm -hmm. i'm not there bombing on a tuesday night thinking like if i can get the words right why didn't the audience i don't it's not work to me i just want to see the final product so when i see your 30 minute special on comedy central i just go wow you're fucking great you're a great comedian oh god it's so easy you just get up there and talk you don't just get up there and talk you know what goes behind that as the comedian so you know the work you go yeah this motherfucker don't know what they talking about but okay thank you for the compliment blah 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 professional niceness what america sells on these morning tv shows and shit is michael strahan sipping coffee and shit and then we talk about the beefs they have behind the scene and oh i don't think i don't think kelly like michael and not we do all that because we know that it's bullshit but for her it's just i don't know it was just different like she needed to fucking go for being professionally nice but behind the scenes mean and and, and, uh i just can't yeah i just it's just been very fascinating to watch the agendas conflict on this yeah yeah like i said i've just been watching people go like i said i don't care enough either but it's just one of the things where for me from what i know unless there's something traumatic that comes you know in the next few days this is not worth her losing the show unless she decides that i'm going to back down because you said her house just got broken in a few days ago yeah, yeah. so she could be like the fuck i'm gonna deal with this bullshit and then the safety of my family fuck this and people was mad that like her wife put out a uh, instagram post basically like i stand with ellen it's like bitch shut it i'm like are y'all insane they are they are y'all insane it. you sit on the internet and talk to the same 10 people all day retweeting mm-hmm. each other you can't like i understand in this silo it's all she's just an evil motherfucker that gotta go but in real regular fucking life whose wife doesn't go leave my baby alone what is wrong with these motherfuckers even when it was like sean king's wife oh i can't believe a black woman with nigga that's her fucking the father of her kids if if you can't overlook that fuck you you're the one that has lost the plot like so that like that's insane to me and the reality is like a lot of this started online truth be told way more her fan base don't give a fuck yeah like 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 a lot of the people that actually love and watch that show True. guess what they not they're not on facebook they're not on twitter you know they're what not it on is Instagram. though we're all sitting on the line right now because you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. like where everybody's kind of there like no one's really supposed to be going out doing shit so maybe that's another reason that this is you know this may culminate in her getting up out of here i mean i'm with you i think what'll probably happen and what probably you know to a certain extent quote unquote should happen um and i don't mean should morally just should is like this is what normally happens right is they'll get rid of the producers and then they'll Mm -hmm. fucking get some other people in there and then she'll 
you know whatever i thought it was funny though when she put it because first she put out that apology and then of course you know because we live in a society where apology is never going to be good enough enough. it's yeah i've never met someone that unless we already like you i've never seen people say that's a good apology so of course the same people that have been shitting on her for years of course kept shitting on her they didn't Mm. give a fuck Mm -mm. the party isn't shitting on her so then she issues this apology and everybody like fuck you da 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 brad garrett puts out the fuck it comes from the top down i don't care like we're gonna get her fired today okay so she was like like a rumor floated like she might just end the show which i'm like makes sense like you're rich what's the point at this point what am i even doing it for (laughs) you know what i mean like you do a show like that like what's the fucking point of it anyway it's like it's such in my opinion it's such like garbage tv you know what i mean like it just by garbage i mean it just don't mean nothing it's and it's probably because i'm a cynical person by nature it's just giving away cars and tvs and shit to 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 just people and you know it's like it doesn't mean nothing to me like how is that an hour of tv i'm giving everyone some but people watch it doesn't mean doesn't mean that i'm the i'm not the audience you're not but for the people that are the audience that's what they want to watch i mean i guess they'll watch different people be able to do it i don't know Yeah, they've been doing this since oprah yes yeah but the thing i keep thinking about is when she said that then another article floated that was the staff being like they don't want the show to end and i'm like but what was the what did you think in this environment what did you what end result could you possibly expect and my thing oh also some of the staff came the out same of okay. right the same staff that was anonymously like they didn't think like you said get this inst- bitch that, up out of institution here. because guess what if she leaves you ha- you don't have a fucking job no more right and then it got because th- that was the thing i noticed was like once she was like all right well then maybe we should end this then all of a sudden the art i mean i'm talking immediately yeah, well, well they don't want it to end they just want the environment to change i'm like y'all just literally when she said i'm gonna change the environment said fuck that so what do you want what what could possibly be the other result yeah because we're in the middle of a pandemic so she said fuck that a lot of y'all probably won't be able to so this is my job. this is what i think happened i think the staff always had in mind we just want a better working environment yeah. i think that's what the staff always had in mind the problem is the internet has a mind of its own social yes, media does. does not operate on this eight out of ten seven out of ten we are ten out of ten all the time baby. so by the time it makes it to a social media movement they want her you know off the air penniless in prison like they like they like the furthest punishment we can get is what people want yes and so a per and and these comedians all these motherfucking celebrities they all sensitive just like we are just like human regular human beings and once and these kind of people that want to they do this job where they want everyone to like them once you get that backlash of people don't like me it really does become a drag of like why am i doing this at all i'm just gonna go home so that's what i think happened i don't think it was you know as simple as people think and then you know i the thing that i believe is that it's bigger than ellen it is which is that whoever takes this spot it's a ticking time like we are Mm -hmm. now everyone's on a clock and people that think they're woke are not Mm -mm. people that think they have beaten their misogyny out of them they have it 
and the ticking time bomb will be if a woman of any race of any gender of any you know like any race any orientation Mm -hmm. if they get this job it will be a ticking time bomb until we turn on them i think that's what the job is correct until we turn on them i think the only uh because when i said are there women that get paid to be like professionally mean someone did bring up wendy williams i think people like wendy williams are the only people that kind of beat the system because it's like i'm just gonna be a piece of shit every day and y'all gonna watch me and then people go all right well i knew what i was watching so you know with this word is different like people are bringing up old interviews she did and shit and i'm like the interviews aren't even like i was clicking on interviews like this is gonna be fucked up and i'm like the interview is not even contentious it's like it's more like oh look at this ellen got caught uh 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 thinking that this woman didn't invite her to her birthday party but really she did invite her to her birthday party but 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 ellen was mad and she lost y'all and it's like yeah i i guess like y'all don't get out of here that's the high level we have for professional niceness is she's not professionally nice enough um so yeah she yeah this whole white this has been fascinating white people news to me Mm because like at the end of the day the stakes are so low this is just will this rich 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 woman get to go live in her mansion and not do this job or does she have this job and still live in her mansion like like that's the beauty of white people news come on like i'm not talking about her being on the street in prison homeless just can she get to be on tv and with us knowing she's just at work being nice but when you see her on the street she don't want to talk to your ass like that's interesting like people that they know my regular ass jobs and they not on tv yeah man it's i don't know it's i don't like there's just so many moving parts where i'm like it says a lot about fan entitlement Mm -hmm. all that stuff and 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 like i said because i feel like people will keep skipping over this but i'm just calling my empathy thing looking through the looking through people's motivations i'm just calling bullshit on folks saying it's only about the sexual harassment that's all i'm not like i'm cool saying she should go just off of that like if that's the the if we're gonna make that the bar anyone whose name is on the show and uh some motherfuckers uh act inappropriately or or whatever towards other people underneath them so the whole show gotta go i'm okay with that if y'all okay with that but keep you, that same energy that's, that's the thing you don't keep that energy across the board on everything yeah. simon cowell is right there i don't see the calls for him mm-hmm. i don't see the i don't even see him vilified no because you know what they only attack people that they know will quote unquote listen if they feel like you're not going to listen to them they don't even come your way yeah and they and the thing is they they we know that we're we're supposed to be team gabrielle union we love gabby we love gabby nobody loves her enough to be like fuck simon cowell all day every day people always just kind of gloss over like yeah he mean he's a dick you know so that's what his job is so what do you do you know it's like well she said it was actually a work, workplace harassment issue and racism yeah yeah but um he's Simon out you know so i do it does feel weird um the other thing it, it, it makes me think about is how people like to take down these people once they lose power right because think about this you know how much abuse has happened behind the this person is a man and they're an asshole but that's just how they are mm-hmm. we've allowed that yes and i've seen to, it in action yes we have allowed that to be okay for men mm-hmm. 
and it leads to some fucked up places right like harvey weinstein doesn't become the serial rapist he is if we don't allow for this idea that men it's okay for men to harass women it's okay for men to demand sexual favors from women interviews matter of fact we blame the woman if she ever does take a up on it if she even approaches like hey i got this uh this uh, meet me at my hotel it's like bitch you wanted to be raped right we do that to women because we just go well men are just built in hard line this is the way men are but for this woman she wasn't nice enough off camera and it starts there and then it snowballs into the men who work there were harassing we're not actually mad at the men people aren't their names aren't trending no one cares about them producers it's her they want her gone the dudes they the dudes could go get jobs tomorrow on another show and no one would say shit no one would be like i can't believe james corden hired this man we want her gone it's about her somehow she let us down as a woman or something it's you know um and i you know so anyway i just think it's other agendas coming to fruition um and i don't think people are going to be honest about it i think if people just want to be like look once she did the kevin hart interview i wanted her out of here i don't really give a fuck how they got her totally understand hey she sat with george w bush and while i love me some michelle obama and i'll always forgive her sitting beside him handing this nigga fucking peppermints i i don't (laughs) that was fine but ellen degeneres sat with him at a fucking baseball game or some shit she gotta go if that's what it is just just say that's what it is you know like don't don't try to hide it behind the woke shit because i don't buy it i don't buy that that's what it is because we let too many other people be horrendous horrendous we let people be fucking rapists before we do shit to get them out of the paint and then this like this shit is totally to me is totally different but you know she'll be okay yes you know what i mean end of the day that's what's so beautiful about white people news ellen will be fine her feelings might be a little hurt she's gonna sit up there in her mansion and watch tv yeah other opportunities will come away she'll get a radio show or something like this you right. won't this won't be the end of her she'll just do a a radio show uh, at the at the house yeah yep someone brought brian singer still working you know yeah. what i mean like f- shit the fucking um the movie rami malik won the oscar for you know started as a brian singer production you know mm. so she'll be all right like i don't expect nothing to happen to her but i just thought i just think this environment is one where it needs to be questioned a bit yeah i forgot she does game shows that's right yeah. she'll be fine yeah she'll be fine i think they really want her show gone i really like i actually would yeah i'm glad you brought that up i really think she would be fine hosting a different show yes people have it they want her in my opinion they want her humbled they want her to pay for the way that she made them feel you know i think that's really what it is i think Mm -hmm. it's that simple like she's a quote-unquote bad gay you know um she's rich she's a white woman still i think people just kind of want you know they they want her symbolically taken down and taking down the show with her name on it means more than taking down whatever the fuck else she be doing so yeah because they let that shit ride with no problem because they're not demanding that she gets she leaves them other shows yeah i don't even know what the other shows are you know but but like i said i i mean i think the thing that would really uh 
you know shut all this down is if you find out she did know about harassment and she didn't care i think that would be the real death knell to to her is that it wasn't that she just was look my name's on the show but i i I trust these people to run the day-to-day nobody was reporting anything to me and now blah 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 i think we find out that that she knew something that's different you know it's correct i felt the same way about lena waith well i was like if she knew something i understand people being upset with her but the likelihood that she just walks around hollywood telling people i'm a boss i run everything i'm meticulous and then we find out that well actually she doesn't really run everything day to day she does put her name on things that she doesn't associate with anymore and she people do yeah she loves that it's on her resume but she's not actually on the set of the shot every day blah 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 i like i'm more prone to believe that that's what happened me too you know i'm not saying that's what she gonna tell you because she's built herself up as this micromanaging boss that knows everything but you know at the time i was like yeah she i can see how she wouldn't have known about this but she but she can't say that because she's already told us that she knows everything you know anyway um but shout out to kevin hart and katie perry and all them people that defended ellen i feel like it's just as much they have just as much right as brad garrett has to say something of course because i thought about that shit man because i was really because i was first i was like because you know me if if somebody get accused of shit i ain't there for all right then well good luck you know what i mean hey this nigga stabbed me hey i hope they didn't but i'm not gonna be on twitter like i know chris he would never stab anyone i'm just gonna be like i hope that didn't happen maybe hit him up on the text you good you know but what i think when you get to the point where someone can go like chris stabbed me and then another person be like one time i walked by chris and he didn't say hey i feel like well those aren't the same thing and people should be able to say well he says hey to me all the time without it being like and now i'm okay with him stabbing people like no i understand how that those two things are more equal than the i'm not saying the workplace environment is great i'm saying uh, when i was in the workplace environment she was great to me and that should count it's like it's court of in a court of actual law that is part of what happened they have character witnesses Mm -hmm. it's not just the accused person says blah 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 and everyone goes i mean the person being accused you know the accuser says what they say and then everyone walks out the room like that's kind of what happens you other people come in and be like well i've been there and i work with them and they did this like it wasn't that way so anyway great great whiteness (laughs) ben affleck and ana de armas enjoy beach outing in malibu with bff matt damon and his wife um you know how they be like man they are forcing the gay agenda down our throats like homophobic people say all the time mm-hmm. they are forcing ben affleck and anna de Armas agenda down our throats duh i mean it's really over the top at this point okay and i loved knives out it was a great film this is too much all right every time i open up my internet these niggas is pda and in public we get it bro uh ben affleck and a day almost uh public um affection public display of affection okay ben affleck and anna de armas are still very much in the honeymoon period of their new relationship on monday the loved up pair were pictured on a double date in the beach uh at the beach in malibu with ben's bff and goodwill hunting co-star matt damon and his wife luciana barroso 
however despite it being friendly group outing ben 47 struggled to keep his hands off 30 the 32 year old cuban spanish girlfriend as they passionately kissed in the sand in the full view of their friends are they like calling paparazzi for these shots i feel like i think they are sometimes they do it almost feels staged Mm -hmm. like they i mean i hope it's just love you know you always want to see people be in love but man this is a lot okay that's all i'm saying while meanwhile matt 49 and luciana 44 who have been married since 2005 and shared three children together were able to keep their composure they stood beside each other well that's totally different they they got kids together you know this isn't new to them the group were joined by other friends for the outing however ben and anna still found time for a heavy petting session together as they began kissing on the beach while engaged in a deep embrace ben and the knives out actors have been inseparable since they were first linked in early may man maybe it's the opposite effect than it's having on couples where people are getting divorced maybe if you just got in a relationship the covid is and the quarantine is making you tighter yeah i can see that because everything's still new yeah it's like uh oh look at this snuggle bunny our first our first trip to the beach you know oh this is our first walk to the store you know maybe it's dope (laughs) you know plus i mean i guess this is why 47 year olds date 32 year olds you know it's like Mm -hmm. can't keep my hands off of you uh the pair are said to have first met on the deep river film set late in 2019 but didn't get spotted together until they were enjoying vacation in cuba since then the pair have been regularly spotted out in his brentwood home near his brentwood home and have has even become friendly with his children as he shares with his that he shares with his ex jennifer garner oh she met the kids mm-hmm. you know it's serious <clears throat> wonder how jennifer feel about this mm, good question she probably out trying to fuck pete davidson or something make up for this in june <laughs> anna has been hanging out with was seen hanging out with the kids samuel eight daughter seraphina 11 later was also pictured with 14 year old daughter violet um so yeah it's just a bunch of pictures of them kissing and shit and talking on the beach meanwhile ex-wife jennifer 48 who he split with after 10 years in june 2015 is said to be happy he is dating again according to a report last month in us weekly okay yeah she like lisa ain't bothering me come on and insider told the publication although it's sad to see sad in a way to see him move on and be so happy she is ultimately happy that he is happy in a good and healthy place with his life that's what she ultimately wants for the father of her kids yeah and i mean gotta give it to him he is looking good okay mm-hmm. i know for a while he's dealing with that alcoholism mm-hmm. and you know he's in rehab and i'm sure he was stressed out and all that stuff he dropped out of the batman role mm-hmm. so it's good to see you know to see my man back to you know being a happy happy white man dude like when i think a happy white man i think of ben affleck you know also sexually harassed women and still gets to be on tv and have movies and shit and no one talks about it the but let's get rid of ellen the hollywood stars have subsequently worked hard to maintain a good relationship with each other for the sake of their children the source added that jennifer is always polite and trust ben to let him and lets him do what he wants when he's with the kids and then being first connected on the set of the thriller well, you just told us this um, they got 500 words they got to fill out yeah so yeah you just told me every okay now they're just repeating shit here's more pictures of them at the beach congratulations on the two lovebirds i love to see it okay 
you just don't get that kind of pure whiteness you know the first story we covered was a bit scandalous you know i hate to bring us down in white people news but you know it's like oh no ellen might because that shit was everywhere she might only be uh you know a billionaire at home now you know <laughs> versus on the air yeah <laughs> mary kate olsen 34 embraces the single life enjoying a night a late night dinner out with pals in the hamptons as she moves on after her divorce from oliver sarkozy who was who was 51 oh, okay this is the one that got the divorce yeah she's been keeping a relatively low profile since filing for the divorce from her husband of four and a half years oliver so or is it olivier uh i don't know uh sarkozy but mary Kay olsen looked ready to move on with her life on monday evening she stepped out for a carefree girls dinner with pals in the hamptons i do see masks in the background they're not wearing only one of them is wearing them but you know i guess if you're hanging out with your friends drinking there's only so much mask wearing you're gonna do uh do they have covid in the hamptons i know something like a rich part of america so like maybe they don't, don't got know. it up there the 34 year old fashion mogul uh look she's a fashion mogul i did not know that uh-huh. her sister been doing fashion since they were kids because they their brand the mary kate and ashley brand was real popular at walmart they still might sell it at walmart um yeah she was looking predictably chic as she was seen leaving the italian restaurant tutto e giorno uh or il, tutto il giorno in the late evening with a group of friends dressed in a designer coat and rouge colored shoes the former full house star looked ready to paint the town red with her pals while embracing her new single life last month mary kate was seen for the first time since the shock divorce news and she was pictured with twin sister ashley at the offices for their fashion label the row in new york city meanwhile it was claimed in may that sarkozy allegedly moved his ex-wife charlotte bernard and their children into the hamptons home they shared god damn sarkozy that's why she was like uh I, i'm young i don't have to deal with this bullshit he done moved the ex-wife and the kids in yeah she was like i'm 30 i got I, i'm still young there's no romance between charlotte and olivier uh he wants to keep uh everyone including charlotte safe from covid oh okay so i see he's like this is how we can isolate the kids will be here you'll be here this is how we reduce the chances of coronavirus in the crib there's no sex happening i get it makes sense when you got that kind of money that it's not that big a deal it doesn't have to mean as much as it means when you own a one-bedroom loft and you move in with a motherfucker that's gotta be love okay that's forever forever ever but when it's just like let's just all go to the summer home and we'll just wait out the covid it's like yeah we rich this is there's not even fucking happening we're just doing this because who gives a fuck you know it was either this or we would all leave the country you know (laughs) mary Kay officially filed for divorce from her french banker ex on memorial day which was the new day was the day new york city courts began accepting electron new electronic filings after they had closed during the coronavirus pandemic oh she couldn't wait she was like day one mm-hmm. she was like fuck this and they're off pow the avid the avid equestrian had signed a petition of divorce back on april 17th uh and the pair are already living apart but she was told the new york courts were not accepting divorce filings due to the covid19 pandemic mary kate who started dating olivier in uh spring of 2012 this him good god 
oh god they don't even look close to a match Mm-mm. man that's gotta be the money man nigga is a bank of financiers some yeah, shit must be the money must be because okay. it don't like them looks it can't be okay uh, and maybe she's just really tiny maybe they never grew so maybe he uh, looks right. like a giant next to her but right uh mary Kay, who started dating him in the spring of 2012 then asked for an emergency order to allow her to file divorce papers and have them looked into meanwhile reported the time claimed the couple clashed over having children prior to their split yeah because she was like i don't want no kids or was she like i do want some kids and he like i already had some kids uh, yeah it could be that way too a few years ago having a baby was not a priority for mary kate this has changed oh so that's what happened she wanted some kids he's like i already got an ex-wife and kids i'm good right i will move my kids in with us if you want us to have some kids come on uh sarkozy who has two adult kids so that's why she didn't want that to happen yeah he was like my kids is grown i done been through that kid bullshit with his ex-wife charlotte bernard is said to have not wanted to start a family with olsen a recent report suggested that olsen is now doing really well since the split and judging by these recent pictures of the star it's clear she's ready to move on from it all oh so he didn't want to have kids that's what i told you mm-hmm. you didn't want to you didn't want to think i knew what i was talking about with these whites but i'll be having a feeling karen he was like let me let me uh go ahead and close the factory on this penis and she was like Mm-mm, i want some babies i want some little mary kate twins to to do this with and he said no boo Mm-mm. you ain't getting half this financier cash come on dr dre's wife nicole young claims she signed a prenup in tw- 1996 under pressure but he tore it up years later so she is entitled to half of his 800 million dollar fortune i guess he didn't see this aftermath coming and uh does that mean the electronic go file and the file at the uh the, the uh what you call the people got at the bank that don't count because he threw it up in front of your face i don't know how that works with the prenup you know i wonder when she go to court and she like i won't have if his lawyer gonna be like hold up wait come on <laughs> oh man dr dre wife nicole young claims she did sign a prenup under pressure in 1996 before they tied the knot but the 50 year old lawyer ooh, she a lawyer said the 55 year old rapper tore it up years later as a sign of his deep love for her she claimed the new documents according to a tuesday report oh he gonna regret that and nicole added that she is going to court because while she does not want the prenup enforced dr dre does if the court sees it her way she may get half of the reported 800 million dollar fortune Mm-mm-mm. a source told tmz however dr that dr dre he never expressed shame over the prenup and he never tore it up and said it was invalid well your word against hers now mm-hmm. no they've been together forever look at this picture of them since 1996 he was wearing fucking pele pele don't even exist no more god damn they've been together forever Mm-mm-mm. she is light-skinned and according to twitter colorism that's a white woman so she getting half <laughs> i've been studying the twitter colorism and that's how it works apparently now. so light-skinned people are just white 
uh young said in the documents that uh she and dre should split all assets including any cash and real estate that would leave her with around 400 million dr dre earned most of his 800 million from his successful headphone lines beats by dr dre which apple acquired for three billion dollars in 2014 now i am interested in how that works like what like what does she have to do with him earning that money or is it you know what i'm saying like because you know sometimes like with jeff bezos like his wife was literally part of what he do and we just yeah we just didn't know much about it and then they get divorced and you're like oh yeah that's half like you got to come off a half there's no prenup in the world that's gonna get you out of that she was the first employee yeah nigga right so i do wonder if that's what's gonna happen with this like maybe she's been working behind the scenes on some of his shit and we just don't know about it she's a lawyer maybe she's been doing something legally for him i don't know young works as an attorney was formerly married to nba player sedale threat nicole also added in her filing that she sent she felt pressure in 1996 to sign the prenup before they wed now i don't know how that what's the rules on that i don't know like can you just be like can you can you i felt pressure so the prenup don't count like can't anyone if you can get out of prenup that easy anyone can bring that one up yeah ain't that the truth you know hey we got divorced 20 years later well i'll actually now that i think about it i remember feeling a a lot of pressure at the time but i didn't pressure you i just you said you want to get married i said you need to sign it she said yes right but i felt pressure and i'm gonna need half and i don't have to prove that yeah i don't know how you prove it you get over courts but she a lawyer and her thing is i had to give her my career you know if she did i don't like yeah she's a lawyer so i don't know she might have continued lawyering yeah i don't know i don't know and her deck it's so good to see blacks making into white people news isn't it Mm -hmm. like will dr dre be a 800 million now or a 400 400 million now oh my god i don't know (laughs) his life will be ruined in her declaration she said i must sign a premarital agreement or he would not marry me i was extremely reduction i was extremely reduction resistant and afraid to sign the agreement and felt backed into a corner and she said she was left with no option but to sign it unwillingly isn't that just the premise of all prenups like legally marry if you want to marry me you must sign this thing prenuptial agreement like how you (laughs) i felt pressure when he said i need to sign a prenup that's that's like literally uh, okay it's like what that's what the prenup designed for for you to feel some pressure like do you really love me or do you just want my money the tmz source counted that she had her own lawyer look over the prenup nicole added that two or three years after they wed he tore up the original prenup in front of her According to the documents, she said Dre destroyed the agreements as a grand gesture of his love for Nicole and his desire to have a marriage free of any financial restrictions governing their respective rights and responsibilities. Nicole claims Dr. Dre felt ashamed. He had pressured her into signing the prenatal agreement and he tore up multiple copies of the agreement in front of me. Multiple copies? Since the day he tore up the agreements, we both understood there was no premarital agreement. It was null and void. You're a lawyer. You couldn't have fell for that. 
she filed for divorce in june citing somebody hard drive cloud somewhere with everybody's signature you yeah that physical piece of paper don't mean nothing. she's like you don't need i'm gonna need you to make another piece of paper and sign that she filed for divorce in june citing irreconcilable differences he's he has so far agreed to pay her spousal support but after that he feels the prenup should be followed there's no need for child support because uh their kids are adults they share a daughter truly young 19 and son truest young 23 okay so yeah they don't live i don't know if they live with them or not but they mm-hmm. was like they're not like children children he's being uh represented by high power celebrity divorce lawyer laura wasser who filed on his behalf young is being represented by celebrity attorney samantha specter in this divorce uh whose notable clients include gina dewan and amber heard his paperwork also noted the date of separation is march 27th weeks after the coronavirus lockdown began it also came a month after dre gave an interview in february discussing his wife's plans for his birthday celebration dre rose prominence the founder of defra blah blah um yeah interesting so uh will she get half his money i mean it's dr dre continues to who knows to be a working actor produce movies mm-hmm. uh music all that stuff because even with him putting his hands on d barnes and um being you know physically abusive men get to do that and keep working okay yes, they do. now if he worked for ellen at the time she would lose her job that's how that works okay um <laughs> uh taylor swift makes billboard history by having her album folklore and single cardigan both debut at number one yeah get them tay tay okay i'm part of the so place album number one and song number one Mm-hmm. folklore the album and cardigan the song both number one get getting that history okay i love to see it this is her second song to debut at the top following of course 2014 shake it off it marks her sixth hot 100 chart topper ever it's so good to see you know see good people win mm-hmm. um it's so it's so rare that we get to have these moments so congratulations to to the good sis tay tay okay out here just trying to trying to do her best um oh i know why i did say this article and i forgot to bring it up during the ellen thing people who like embarrassing or angering others find social media more addictive yes because it gives them the power or the illusion of power yeah it's a high to them it's a drug to them yeah and i think that's a big element to like it's so funny when people cancer culture isn't real it doesn't exist this is no nah, it does and it's the culture is the connections and relationships that in the community that's built around the shit it doesn't mean it it works it's effective all the time right, it doesn't but, mean but it does exist but it does exist because i mean that's how a lot of these motherfuckers know each other that's how a lot of people become big people on the internet mm-hmm. you know uh episode nine of uh i may destroy you is such a great episode because it really does cover this the effect that social media has on the people on it and the effect that it has on you uh off of it as you're mm-hmm. as as you become you know as you start analyzing all the life through these like social media structures of right and wrong black and white no nuance yeah and they don't actually the rules there don't always correlate to the real world yeah and of course you always are the protagonist and that means everyone else is wrong you don't make mistakes everyone else does when they make mistakes you don't have to forgive them because you're perfect you never make mistakes so like that kind of shit we are able to translate online we're able to promote our own images and stuff online to be like look at my perfection 
everyone else come look at this i'm so perfect look at this angle look at this opinion look at this thing i don't make mistakes i've never fucked up you know uh delete this last tweet uh crop this instagram uh take down this podcast uh you know all that shit we're able to do and then prop ourselves up um so of course the people that end up gravitating to social media probably have a higher likelihood to like those things about the internet you know um the heaviest users of social media have personalities that enjoy angering and embarrassing others uh fascinating study of 472 university students track their usage uh, it's not that many students on the two top platforms for 18 to 24 year olds which are snapchat and facebook wow facebook's still in the top two mm-hmm. uh researchers found that users displaying addictive behavior were also more likely to be motivated by to be cruel and callous and use others for personal gain yes uh because a lot of social media is designed to take away humanity and Mm -hmm. once you understand that concept you understand people's behavior and why people are so quick to quote-unquote take down celebrities why people are so quick to lash out with anger and quick to embarrass because once you strip this person of their humanity they become an object they become a thing like you know people don't treat things with feelings you don't have to consider right. what a thing feels you just do whatever you want to abuse it tear it up break it down replace it you can do all these things to a thing because there's no uh emotional investment and when you start emotional investing into things they want to shut people like that down because all of a sudden that thing isn't the thing no more it's human being and once you get down to that all of a sudden i have to acknowledge the reason why i'm doing this yeah and i and i honestly feel that you know what i mean i i felt that myself like oh this is me being in these social circles is turning me into a crueler person yes it is turning me into a more like and even if i just had to like i didn't feel that way inside i felt i had to perform that i felt in order to match in with everybody not create any ways i have to always be on like we you know this person has to come down that person has to come down this and i never got to be like well not not i don't really feel that strongly about this person coming down or um you know or or i don't have to embarrass you because we disagree i don't need to like show the world look at how i fucking handled this person i disagree with And, and and i think that impulse can be a negative impulse yes and it's happened to me and also uh, a lot of those people don't allow for individuality. The people like that, you know, there's no individuality yeah. because of this individuality. All of a sudden, I have to look at something that goes that contradicts or challenges or makes me look within, and I'm not going to do that because I am here for these other things. Our results demonstrate that individuals have a greater preference for though these type of rewards display greater problematic use of both platforms. Uh, they also said uh that traits that are also associated with narcissism and psychopathy and have previously been correlated with addictive internet use mm-hmm. yo i we have i've i mean i didn't have to study to back it up but i've said this on the show the the things that make people good at social mm-hmm. media are the same things that we will look into like narcissistic personality trait disorder we will be like i mean not narcissistic personality disorder we will be like if you do this to people 
this is not healthy and something's wrong with you right but if you do those things on twitter or facebook this is how you get more followers Mm -hmm. this is how you look like a better person like yes sir like it it really is the opposite world and i i'm telling you man one day they're gonna study our fucking brains and be like yeah this was not all good like the way that facebook promotes like we're coming together creating community da 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 da. it's like the same place that gives you russian propaganda the same place that could shift the entire fucking election without us overtly knowing it with us being like i didn't know if you're black and you followed any of these fucking black russian bot accounts that can only happen because of twitter that can't happen in regular life Mm -hmm. like so like or because of you know social media that can't happen in regular life you know what a russian looks like you know what i mean so it's just been interesting to think about like what has this done to us because i think at the core of it that's why the fuck people want ellen's head on a pike yes but you know simon cowell's gonna get to cook and like at some point it's part of the culture it's not really about what's right and wrong and who what targets count it's literally like we have a feeling we can get this one so now we have to push with all our might to get them you know what i mean yes yeah, boils back to what you said it's a machine and somebody's always got to feed the machine you know and it's one of those things where you just hope it's not you but one day it will be you and i've seen it you know in real time people like throwing folks in the machine that all of a sudden they get thrown in the machine and get ate up and chewed up and spit out they get on the other side and boy boy their attitudes about social media never is the same i'm telling you one of the things i started doing was listening to and watching podcasts and videos of people that got quote unquote canceled Mm -hmm. you know people that got harassed online for whether it was right or wrong for the record Mm -hmm. i i started listening to those people because there's knowledge to be gained from that and once i understood what that side of the experience was like i it really changed the way i viewed the whole thing because i'm like this isn't necessarily about justice anymore once you know like one of the things on uh, i may destroy you is she figures out um she discovers what doxing means mm-hmm. and then she eventually starts demanding that they dox this dude who uh did did her dirty you know what i mean and so like and if something you know what we'll see what happens with the show like if something happens to him or not but it does tell you about how you get intoxicated by the power of it yes and you're so convinced that you're right and you're the avenger and they're wrong and they're the predator and you're slaying the dragon that there does become something about it that changes you fundamentally um and and i think that's the part that i'm so fascinated by and seeing people on the other side of it try to explain their point of view about it uh i don't know i love that shit i listen to um how neil field is podcast by neil brennan who you know he's always saying some shit on twitter that is like borderline like like it's not quote-unquote cancel shit but it's always somewhere you're like people ain't gonna like that he said this and i'll go listen to this podcast and be like why did he say it what is the result of it what does it mean and even when i'm just like it was bullshit he's just being a troll i i at least get that point of view of like what's it like to be on the other side um i listened to uh talib kwali on instagram he had a 50 minute um instagram live he did where he talked about um why he was going back and forth with that woman for fucking weeks you know what i mean because to me the story i heard was he's just he was harassing this woman for no reason he went out the deep end and 
you know he needs to be taken off of social media and all this type of shit and he put her in danger all this stuff i was hearing and like i went and looked up some of that stuff but it was like literally weeks worth of shit so it was impossible really to decipher it from social media and you know my personal opinion i just can't imagine giving that much of a fuck that i would be at this person for weeks it just don't seem to me it don't seem that important like even with me listening to that thing i still came away like yeah but why wasn't that just one day this person said something to me i didn't like what they said i didn't agree with it and then drop it why are you doing this for three weeks right but i listened to the other side because i want to know like what the fuck happened and the thing i mostly take from a lot of this shit is like the internet's driving people fucking crazy you know what i mean like being the focal point of a bunch of people who may or may not even give a fuck about this but you are the meal of the day it it drives people there it does so it does something to your brain because in in his brain to think he could quote unquote make it right with the next tweet for three weeks to me that's a level of just you are unhinged at that point if you couldn't if you couldn't do it on day one day two how do you get three weeks out and you're still like i can explain it this time and they'll understand they're not like there's a lot of people invested in not understanding and there's a lot of people who weren't invested at all but three weeks later they can't agree that you went too far you know so it was like it's just been interesting i um black girl nurse jamie she had a her podcast i think has been back for a while i listened to them when they came back to hear like what is she, what was her experience at the fan con you know this shit is interesting to me man amanda seals i listened to her shit like i think we you know maybe people will get there eventually i know it's supposed to be white people news but whatever it's our show what they gonna do cancel us um <laughs> it's been interesting to just listen to this shit man i really think people would be edified by hearing some of the other sides of these things and seeing how people get to the point they are at maybe even just so you can avoid it not even like it you like you don't never catch me really i'm not really supportive of the people i don't feel like man that poor person i just always feel like what is it like i i listened to kevin hart interviews for a couple of weeks after he got uh the 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 what was the oscars mm-hmm. the oscar shit like i i love hearing that shit because it's like what happened you know like to you in the center of the hurricane what the fuck happened and i think that's the way your brain ticks and also i think for a lot of people they blur the line like the line is blurry to the point to where it could be so blurry that morality doesn't matter anymore and that's how you can get to the point that you start doxing or you start calling and her like you can get to the point that you'll you'll cross lines that if you were in your regular normal thought process you wouldn't do that and also you'll start doing shit to other people that you would not allow that you would actually call the fucking cops that happened to you but because you're the victim and social media justifies all your actions and social media tells you that you're never wrong and social media tells you you never have to apologize and social media tells you that no matter what you do we quote unquote have your back it's one of those things to where this this is the end results to the fact that you did all this shit and now you have to deal with the consequences of it once the machine eats you out and you begin on the other side all of a sudden the same people that was there backing you supporting you and cheering you on 
are some of the same people that tossed you in the machine but that's the thing nobody ever thinks they're the one that's going to go into the machine until people turn around and be like it's your turn yeah and 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 so much of it is about that Mm -hmm. It's, it's literally community it's really relationships um i just saw in the chat said talil kualia got banned from twitter and i was like nah he deleted his account but apparently as of two hours ago breaking news this nigga been banned permanently from twitter because he wouldn't stop going back and forth back not even back and forth i mean kind of back and forth like she does this thing where she would take screenshots of him and then be like you know look at him he going at me and then he would be like tagging her to shit she couldn't like, see this like this is too much it was too much yeah that's their thing like it doesn't Three weeks even, this is too much it don't even matter if you had a point right. to start with at some point your point is that you went too far that's it but yeah so anyway the thing though is i like to listen to that kind of shit because i don't want to be the other side of that the people that do gang up and harass people and call it justice because i don't really think that's justice no 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 no, it's not and the thing is is that uh with him he didn't think nothing was wrong with it because they're actually setting a precedent here by doing this because there are other people that do the exact same thing he does their platform might not be that big but me and you have seen people go at people for months on yes. end they won't let the shit go. i've been the target of it before they harass you know? and harass and send people at them we've had it happen to us these, right. these are things we don't always share with the audience but we've had people harass us on social media right. come you know what wanting to dig and find information about us we've had these things happen to us right and i think that once you are on the other side you will have more compassion and more understanding and 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 not just about empathy compassion and understanding i'm just saying to not want to be programmed right that's what i'm saying like i this shit we don't know how this shit fucks with our minds it's the reason that you see people that otherwise are smart arguing with accounts that are cartoon avatars that were created last month like that's what people are missing in the equations they think it's i'm not trying to advocate for you to be a better person Mm -mm. i'm literally saying this is the machinery they are learning our brains you know not to sound like a nut or conspiracy theorist but all this social media shit that they're giving us for quote unquote free is to learn our brains sell us shit and then market our information they are learning our brains this is the reason that facebook keeps showing me advertisements of shirts that say my wife better than your wife thinking that because i love my wife so much that i want to go out and want to smoke with everybody else's wife right and when i don't click on that and i scroll past it they're making a little note right and when i do click on it they're making a little note right well you know what else to make a note when i click on your status and when i don't when i when when you yeah. bring up a topic that i scroll past and don't read or when i stop and i do read it and when these little fucking groups like like create culture create community around like shitting on celebrities all day they are using that too they know man like they the trending topics all this shit man they fucking know and if you think uh is not affecting your mental health you're the fucking one that's out of your mind because they've done studies where facebook just for the fuck of it was like let's see if we can depress people let's see if we can make people angry we're gonna only show this person things that angers them and they found out you could that is dangerous to know that they can do that to you and to act like we should move about as if it's not happening as if that means 
people individually can't learn that they are doing that to each other right i don't know if energy vampires know they're energy vampires they don't. but i do know manipulation is manipulation mm-hmm. people know what they're doing when you see their feed and it's all like woe is me give me some money uh fuck you you ain't uh you ain't shit uh white people ain't shit all day niggers i hate them they know what they're doing when they're signaling that shit out because it's drawing certain types of people and crowd to you yes you know and i think that this like negativity towards certain avatars or towards certain like the donkey of the day quote unquote uh like that kind of shit creates community as well yes it does and the thing is when you need a meal every day because something fucked up is going to happen somewhere every day ain't it but when you need a meal every day you will find the fucked up and when it ain't fucked up on a rare day that nobody fucked up you gonna start your own fire you will start your own fire always once i understood that shit made more sense because truth be told I, i don't have an algorithm for this but truth be told, Sunday is that day. Sunday morning. <laughs> Sunday bet- morning. Yeah, Sunday morning between about, on East Coast time, between about 6 a.m. to the time football start. And now we ain't got no football, so it's all day Sunday. I don't care what nobody tell me. Don't shit be happening. Don't shit be going on. It be the day before everybody go back to work on Monday morning. And so it's all, somebody will yeah. do something to start that fire because there's nothing else to do, Sal. Yeah, it's interesting too because, uh, on the Talib Kweli video he did, uh, Instagram Live, I, to me, I just felt like this is a person that has lost it. And I don't mean like on some Kanye West shit, but just you lost the plot you don't see the bigger picture of nigga there's no way you should be talking about this woman for a month you just don't see it you don't see it as this one person you barbara strike you strike saying defect yourself yes because this woman follows ten thousand people so that means nobody was listening to her because that's what that means on twitter i'm sorry if you have ten thousand followers but you got to follow ten thousand people you ain't reading what ten thousand people have to say and 99 percent of the time ten thousand people ain't reading what the fuck you got to say that's just what it is quality uh quantity over quality when you do something like that so you really gave this person a platform by being by by harassing them and going back and forth with them and i'll end on this i know we've been talking this has been rambling we haven't done any more segments but um (laughs) i'll end it on this uh on his broadcast on instagram he had a woman on there who is like a singer on his album and a friend of his and stuff and you know he she was like she said behind the scenes she tried to tell him like you know don't really go back and forth with this woman and you know and but also she was like he explained to me why he had to go back and forth with her and now she was on his side basically and explaining he's not colorist he loves women he was upset that like no name co-signed it because he loves no name and and all this shit you know and i you know i could understand like how he got fucked up and this woman that was agreeing with him that was saying how like she was basically on his side in this discussion and i'm like so three weeks of him harassing this woman and you're down you're like okay i'm i'm cool with it that same woman one time came at me because i quote tweeted a person that i that was saying something about the dave Chappelle stand up or whatever and you know me i don't do the thing on twitter where i try to seek my followers on you or whatever Mm -hmm. so i like quote tweeted them reply like i quote tweet my friends and reply like literally 
go look at my timeline most of my shit i prefer to quote tweet people because in my mind it provides context yes this is literally what rod is replying to so you can't be like he said so and so was stupid it's like no he was adding to the joke like if nick Ju hits me up and goes uh you know uh martin and i reply to it cole you stupid nobody can interpret that i called nicole stupid like wow he right. said cole he said nicole is stupid yes. as opposed to saying cole you stupid that's a line from martin he's quoting her you know i like that i think i love that feature on twitter right but whenever you disagree with somebody certain people will come out of nowhere and be like you're trying to embarrass this person I'm like they embarrass themselves if if you reading me reply to them is embarrassing them literally they embarrass themselves because i don't do that anyway this same woman that was co-signing talia kwali three weeks of harassment of this woman was one of no you can't quote tweet this person about dave Chappelle. you're trying to sick your followers on blah 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 and i just went i don't uh, this is insane I'm, I'm you know i just unfollow her or whatever right and that to me is the core of this because when it was him it was okay when it was me i was an asshole it's it's i think that's just people you know what i mean it's like when i can when there's a relationship when there's something to be gained from it i have principle i have principles only in certain times right and that's kind of how this shit feels to me like if i could sum up all the shit we've been talking about in the second half of the show it just feel like people got principles when they feel like it when it's convenient and i think that's what drives a lot of people crazy about you because you'd apply them across the board if I, you agree with them, if you don't, if you like them, if I you try. don't. You know, most of the time And I do. try to be open and honest when I can. When right. I'm like, you know yeah, what, I, I don't can. like this motherfucker and I right. just ain't gonna never be able to do it. And a lot of people, they don't have that in them. And that's why a lot of times when we talk about Kanye West, Kim Kardashian, right. Taylor Swift, like we bring up certain people, you can even see it in the chat room, people just automatically come with that negative, visceral right. response, which is cool, but at the same time, I try to look beyond that and go i understand how you feel and i'm not saying that your feelings aren't valid but i know for me personally i had to learn how to let that go because i cannot allow the mere mention of somebody's name to have that much control over my emotional response i'm i'm worried about i'm worried about losing myself that's what i'm worried about like it's like it's not so much about everyone else as much as it's like i'm worried about the core of what makes me right you know i like the sweet little boy the oversensitive boy that that i was as a kid can be lost to this shit you know we're watching it you, you, like we watch it program these people you know we like what do you think kanye west heard that rosa parks didn't free the slaves he didn't come up with that himself some you can program a person's brain man you say the right shit you get around the right people that just same way that anytime we you hear about a cult on a documentary what does the cult do they starve you they cut you off from your friends and family they start teaching you like only uh, we can do this that and the other they physically punish you and abuse you and then you have these people that become lifelong cult members even to the point of wanting to kill themselves mm-hmm. but the point is all the cults do the same shit now why do all the cults do the same shit because it's not like the doctrination is the same shit where like they all had the same belief system no but the cults all do the same tactic because the human mind can be 
fucking condition if you don't feed a person if you and and or you starve them and then you rarely feed them if you make sure they have no support group so the only time that they hear opinions are from you and people that you have conditioned if you uh sever their ties uh to their uh to their wealth like give me give me all your stuff there's a like the human brain is still a fucking computer and it can be programmed just like any of this other shit and i think social media is vastly it is programming our brains or at least we're we're being allowed to be around the tools that can program us without really understanding the power of those tools until it's too late until you all until 2016 election happens or until you know uh people are being discouraged to vote and then they're proudly displaying how they're discouraged to vote never thinking it wasn't their idea on some inception shit so i think that that stuff is what i think about when we get to like some of these celebrity news and shit i like i feel reluctant sometimes to come in and hammer these people because i'm like where's the impulse to hammer them coming from is it coming from inside me or is it coming from outside of me wanting to be down with everybody and and that's why i have to walk around with a fucking mental rolodex of all the people i hate and i'm not supposed to notice when things don't add up and be like man it's weird that these people still get to to, to work it's weird that this person didn't go you know that kind of thing it's it's uh me thinking about the christian cooper thing until i finally could crystallize it to oh they're giving up amy cooper too easy that doesn't feel like change i feel like i just got taken you know that kind of shit so yeah and it's also one of those things you talk about the cult once you uh break outside of the mentality of social media to an extent and you begin to analyze it and view things differently it's like being woke you'll never view it the same and you won't go back right because once you start seeing the tactics once you start seeing the strategies once you realize certain things about certain people you go oh okay because yeah even me I am a very sweet kind of gentle person. And like you say, that is the core of who I am. Right. And, you know, when I start to lose that, I need to question what is it within me or what, what am I attaching myself to? What is around me or what is in me that I need to purge out of me that's causing this to make the core of myself different. Right. And that's challenging because when you do that you have to go back to some of the foundational things of who are you and a lot of people don't know who they are and you have to go back to the foundational thing of once you realize this are you willing to do what it takes to change and the average person is not because the average person is very comfortable in those situations because most people like being in groups and like being in cliques it's human nature Mm -hmm. and the same thing in real life just rolls online so now you feel that online pressure to be in a group or be in a clique or not speak up or not speak out or not say anything different because it's this fear of being outcast yeah and i think that stuff you brought up about changing yourself that's real work yes and it is not real work that should happen online or in public Mm -mm you know that was the thing i was saying about the no-name shit like dog you you shouldn't have to go through this in front of us and you don't owe it to anyone and i know you think you're doing it the right way and it's making you better but this is not a place for people to get better you see what i'm saying these people are not actually interested in you getting better they're interested in you becoming like a puppet you were giving they want you to regurgitate their opinions back to them and then pat you on the back and be like i'm really patting myself on the back you know and that is dangerous to me you know and the thing is people can feel however they want to about this i am okay with a celebrity fucking up 
now apologize apologize Mm -hmm. and sometimes they might not apologize but i am willing to give a celebrity learning offline coming back and being a new person from that point forward i'm fine with that average a lot of people aren't because they feel Mm -hmm. like you got to tap dance in front of them but nobody requires you to tap dance in front of them when you're going through your growth process so why are you requiring this of another human i actually have a level of respect now that i didn't have before for the people that do that like donald glover caught all this flack and just he he got off a line and through his work you can tell he's developed and and learning certain practices about race and all this shit and this is how his artwork speaks and that's it everyone gets mad at it everyone hates it everyone loves it he's not interested in the back and forth with them you know who i one of the one of the reasons i'll say this a million times people probably tired of it but one of the reasons i think beyonce is a genius is because she saw this coming Mm -hmm. beyond like no matter what these motherfuckers say about her she's not here to see it really and if she does see it she's not letting them know she sees it she's just putting out better and better work Mm -hmm. she's on her own progress and she was ahead of her time she was when they tried to like have those tmz photos that was like showing her between uh at the super bowl between poses be like look at her looking ugly you know i i I, in my mind i vaguely remember her suing but i do remember people mocking her Mm -hmm. for wanting that shit taken down and then uh this year she sold outtakes uh on her um on her website for her fashion of like her and goofy silly moments making fun of herself and i said i have to respect that woman's autonomy i have to respect that woman's agency because she made them respect it because she understands it's not about i'm perfect and i'm beyonce but it's literally like i'm going i know this is a commodity at this point so i'm not you're never gonna catch beyonce just on instagram live shooting the shit about the shit of the day because she's like that's literally a pitfall when you have people that willfully want to misunderstand your every word because they need a fresh angle on what you just said right no matter how innocuous it is you come out and say black lives matter and then you say you know people of color struggle in america they go oh she don't care about black people so you want me to believe beyonce don't care about black people or do you just need an angle to sell me that this is a terrible statement because you know that if you keep raising you know talking about beyonce gets you attention yes so that's like she just understood that this is before social media took over years she just understood before. that i don't know like we have to give her so much props yeah and, and something else that's gonna be funny before we move on we talk about beyonce something beyonce did years ago and i remember her doing this people thought she was crazy she used to record herself like doing shit and filming and and, and you know what about 10 or 15 years ago they used to joke her it's weird bitch recording herself cameras walking around following her. i remember like i remember that i yep, do you I know do and they they this is when twitter first started they literally joked her about that but now that's what the fuck everybody's doing now mm-hmm. and guess what she took that shit and she sold it right guess how guess what you're doing with your instagram live what she did but she did professionally and sold it right and then and she gave you just that you know what i mean like it's she is a genius and i respect that about her because i think she saw this and like shout out to mama tina for getting them in therapy and all this it's like she had them prepared for exactly what life was gonna bring for them in a way that most of us never really get Mm -hmm. you know um especially as black people we normally don't get that type of preparation and therapy and all this type of shit so yeah it's it's really fascinating to me 
to listen to some cancel people because of this shit because that's one way i learned you know is to be like i would never do this but at least now i know what the fuck goes through a person's head that does some shit like this you know yeah, like you said it to me i actually pay attention i don't have to go through something to actually understand the experience i can yeah. see what happened to you and go oh this is what you did right this is what you did wrong this is the pitfall this is how i avoid it and, but so many people they don't view it like that and you know what else it is too i'm it allows me to be able to be more realistic yes because the internet and social media is very much like prone to conspiracy mm-hmm. it's very prone to narratives like strong straightforward narratives good bad evil good you know that like it's it's very prone to that and so you end up being like this person diabolically did this thing and this this is all a conspiracy to get to this and everything becomes conspiratorial and what happened when you kind of uh, absolve yourself and push yourself away from different types of community like that you start being like or the most likely thing is they fucked up or the most likely thing is they were absent-minded or the most likely thing is they really didn't know you like you start to get that instead of the no we have to solve the case like it's fucking csi you go no nah, more than likely this person is just this type of way and it's very simple it's not as complicated as people try to make it be and i think that's a freedom because that is the freedom that i have for myself it's the freedom i have for you my loved ones my friends is you know i don't if if uh if you eat my if i go pick up my cereal and the cereal's down to the end i don't go this motherfucker karen she that happens a lot i'm sorry she schemed and plotted all week to destroy me by eating my cereal she ate my cereal down to half a bowl so that i couldn't be no that she like i don't think that shit because i'm just like oh karen must have really liked my cereal (laughs) and she just fucking ate it didn't even think about it we don't we don't keep no tallies in the house i'm sorry yeah you know what you can do order some more right but that's the point is like that i don't just do that for you i do it for me yes it allows my mind to be like i the woman i love is not plotting on my fucking cereal i claim i'm not plotting right but doing the bird man hand rub on your cereal (laughs) but if i had like a facebook group about our you eating my cereal by the end of that oh, shit, y'all be riding all day yeah it'd be like, they'd be like the ride divorce that bitch by the end of that shit they would be like listen karen married you for cereal okay <laughs> this is what happened she okay she she don't like you she likes cereal and you are a means to get cereal get a divorce like that is yes. where the internet would have took it by this so all right this has been a lot um and not none of it on topic hopefully people enjoy <laughs> this rambling shit we did three hours a day me and Karen. We was talking. So, all right, that's it. No sore ratchetness. I'm just wrapping this shit up. Uh, um, Chris Lambert is the guest tomorrow. We'll we'll talk to him for a long time because we always do. Yes. Uh, hope you guys are enjoying these long shows. If you're all uh sitting in the house because of COVID and whatnot, um, and uh, listen, most important thing for you to take away from all of this, because I know some people are gonna purposely or just they're gonna not be able to hear what we're making the points we're making i don't actually care if you cancel ellen or not Mm-mm. that's the most important thing before you anything else you heard today yeah, for you, i, I for can you, hear you click clacking and typing and get ready to hit send right now i actually don't give a fuck about that white lady okay that's it that needs to be number one in the headlines of anything you get ready to write come on i actually don't give a fuck i don't watch any of that shit 
i just think it's interesting how you never have that's the, that those shows yeah. aren't, your, aren't your jam it's funny how is the name of this episode okay now <laughs> i'll just find it funny how anyway we'll talk to you tomorrow until then i love you i love you too Mwah. Mwah.